0: ah lovely hello and welcome to episode 45 of the power pod fun fact about number 45 is the sum of all 10 decimal numbers from zero to nine if you is add it? them all up 45
1: that's crazy is it
0: that is look that up
1: is it actually that's do it we'll
0: do it now no wait we can't do it <laughs> well, we can't do it out loud but do it in your head
1: Huh, I'm going to do it on my calculator. I would assume it's a way smaller number than that. No, it's 45. Oh, the numbers are stacking up. I can already see it now.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's exponential. See, that's the thing. There you go, yeah. You're right. Exponential quality, which is basically what this podcast has been. <laughs> Exponentially getting better with every episode.
1: <laughs> or worse, depending on. <laughs> well, it's all relative, you know, as yeah. we've established many times before. It's
0: subjective. It's all subjective. There's no objective things to hold us to. But yeah, it's episode 45 here again. Uh, how are you getting on? Owen? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm vibing. I'm vibing.
1: We're nearly we're nearly a, y- a full fucking year at this.
0: Yeah, yeah. In a while. In a while. Crazy. We'll be there, you know.
1: Episode fifty. Big things coming to episode fifty. Big
0: things. Watch out. Twenty four hour stream. Live stream. Uh, challenges. The um, whole shabag. Pranks. Pranks. Films, we're getting, pranks. We're getting into the prank YouTube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ten years late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, the second wave, it's gonna blow up. Yeah, gone sexual, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna go crazy. Gone sexual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Two bros in a room. (laughs) (laughs) Has to happen. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um, We'll
1: just start doing like. Did we mention last week? Like, oh, it was John Waters. uh, When we're talking about John Waters, like. Long, like actual
0: long porn videos, we'll just we'll tap into that oh, top market, yeah. Long porn videos, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do something like that, you know. Like the the, the places that haven't been tapped, mm. you know. Like we're kind of migrating eastward, hmm, in the like, past, few away weeks. From fucking American you know. We might go, so- we might go south after that, we might go in a whole different, like, fourth dimensional kind of direction, yeah, you know, dark web shit. You no, <laughs> well, maybe there's good movies on the dark web. You know, I don't know. I feel like if there's good movies on the dark web, you'd hear about them. But like, say, consider a, uh, consider like 120 days of Sodom. That basically existed on the dark web for 200 years. Think Wait, about it. What? <laughs> Think about it. The dark web is in like this kind of underground, yeah. like. Uh, like, you, your mate showed you at this, like, fucked up, like, party. Oh, you mean, like, you know... Either yeah, way it wasn't published. I oh,
1: mean, the, the original 100 Days of... The- yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. sorry. I thought you Not a film. I was like, what? That film's 50 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 like,
0: the untapped, like, the... The murky, the sad of... Uh, the Zoomer marquee, the sad, you know? Yeah, God. What would they be into?
1: Some fucking, like, some but awful there's, shit. there's definitely
0: stuff out there, but... Uh, yeah. It'll happen. But, yeah, it's been a good week. Has been it's getting hot. It's getting hot. It I don't like that
1: pissing rain the other week, though. Last week, yeah, but it
0: was like a horrible rain. It was like <sighs> it was too like it wasn't cold. I like rain when it's cold, you know. Uh, I don't like warm rain, you know.
1: I walked in the rain, like properly walked in the rain the other week.
0: No hood. No hood. Bare I had back. a hood,
1: but I was also like coming home from the gym, so it was like sweaty. I was like, you know what? We're just gonna walk. Yeah, those it's are
0: liberating walks, though. Yeah, man, it just felt let, amazing. You let the rain pour on your skin, mm-hmm. you know. I that felt that song. Class yeah yeah it
1: was uh yeah because there's something i don't know there is something about just walking in the rain it's very i don't know it's like it is like cathartic or something
0: yeah you feel like you're in a movie mm. <laughs>
1: man i was like <laughs> and especially like when it's raining so much that like it's like over your lips and you're kind of like you gotta go like because there's so much fucking water around yeah, your mouth. yeah yeah there's something
0: right. something elemental about it yeah it's something natural you know it's where we're supposed to be bro mm. you know People give to be out be? to me. To Walking be. down the street naked in the rain. It's perfectly natural, bro. It's the way it's meant to be, bro. <laughs> this is how our ancestors got to the shops. It's like fucking hunting dogs or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out spearing dogs in the park. Chihuahuas. <laughs> it's like, yeah! the way it was supposed to be, bro. Don't be so upset. <laughs> Picking berries and shit. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, back just die within a few days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. How long do you think you would last if you were just like trying out into a wilderness now?
0: Oh, that's a good question. I would last... I think I'd last a few days, but...
1: How long can humans last without
0: food? F- three weeks. I'd last three weeks. <laughs> yeah. If I, f- I didn't get eaten before that. I feel like I'd poison myself or, like, get, in- get an infected wound or something.
1: Yeah, man, I wonder... Like, i get attacked most- by a dog or something, like... That's definitely the thing that would f- kill you quicker. Yeah, than, infections, like, yeah. infection. like, just... Or just, like... Yeah, like, you get caught in your leg or something and you get infection.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's like... We don't think about it these days, but... Back in the day, like, you think about mortality rates. Like, why do people die so much, and like, so much younger back in the day? It's because it's so easy, like, to get, like, a scrape. After that scrape, to get way much worse. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't happen these days. But it is easy if you don't have, like, uh, you know, plasters on hand. Yeah. You don't have plasters on hand when you're throwing out into the wilderness in a kind of hunger game situation in the modern day, which is what we're talking about. That's mm-hmm. so, why well, I think I'd die pretty quickly. Yeah,
1: Sam, I think it, yeah. <laughs> I think how, long, how fast is an infection, like, yeah, yeah. spread? Sepsis. You're yeah. fucked. That's, it's over. That, that, that's how quick would it would
0: be. Yeah. Especially because like clean water as well, you might get dysentery. Then you die of dehydration.
1: Yeah, because like unless all right, let's just imagine like you're you're in like a a decent somewhere that's not like fucking has like the middle of Bama. Yeah, middle of Bama. You just die within
0: two days. We don't know how this happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was he was right beside all these estates. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hospital <laughs> right there <laughs>
1: no cause like if you were somewhere that had like fresh water and stuff like that even mm. still I'd probably pick the wrong berry or something like that although mm. at that stage I wouldn't even fucking I wouldn't even try and pick be- pick berries I would literally just try and hunt
0: what would you hunt though rabbits I to- rabbits yeah just said traps or something Cause you hunt a rabbit what would you say no <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be able to hunt anything no I don't think I could I think, it, I think I could chase a dog
1: if I could get my hands on it, I'd be sorted. But, like, that's, yeah, the, that's, thing. that's, the, thing. that's, that's the thing. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. With rabbits, it's hard to catch. And squirrels and stuff. Or, like, you know... Maybe, you're... like, pigeons.
1: Yeah, I could throw a rock at a, prig- at a pigeon. i kill a seagull.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you can grab Although seagulls. Although, there won't be
1: seagulls in the fucking forest. Over. That's <laughs> bollocks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i get eaten by yeah. a fucking eagle or something. <laughs> get eaten by an eagle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you seen
1: those eagles that, like, pick up goats and just drop them?
0: Yeah, yeah. Ever see those, like... Ever see the way they can, They these days they pick up chihuahuas in like mm. the States? Like in in America, they have like protective coats for the chihuahuas because eagles think they're like rabbits and just swoop down and just take them because they're so light. Yeah, they just fly away. Yeah, yeah. You know, I could definitely hunt a chihuahua. Oh, yeah, no matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, if I was in the, I don't know. What's there? See, so the thing is about in the wild is that like no animal's going to come up to me.
0: <laughs> so, like, I can't like gain the trust. Of something. Well, we, we we retrace our genetic steps back to back to the the African plains. Mm. What were we best at? Uh, stalking. Yeah. You know, walking long distances. So just do that. You know, just fucking just walk, <laughs> just walk, <laughs> <laughs> just keep walking, just keep walking. You'll you find sh- civilization eventually. Yeah, you gotta you just you have to be a good tracker, I suppose. You know, I don't know what you track in this uh, environment, but yeah, Did people. You
1: yeah, what was that? Did you ever watch that show? I can't remember the name of it, but it's like. It's literally that situation where they they put you out into like a forest or whatever and like you're here, you have to get the point you're at point A, you get to point B and then two hours after you leave, the trackers will come out and get you. The and Hunger like, Games. It's not like the Hunger Games. It was it used to be on Discovery or something. <laughs> i can't remember the name of it it was class though and like mm. the way that because the track well like it was kind of unfair because the trackers aren't fucking horses <laughs> so like <laughs> they're moving quicker yeah but just the way they're like oh they went this way because that twig is snapped in a certain way and that bush has been slightly pushed back and it's like how the fuck dude, can you see that yeah how do you know like it's like your man in hunger hunger games fucking true detective season three
0: yeah 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 that's what he was wasn't yeah. a tracker in the uh in the mm. army Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are skills that were lost in time. Like lot tears of s- and rain. A
1: lot, of- <laughs> a lot of skills we've lost.
0: Yeah, we're such duds these days. Because, like,
1: I mean, you, you would be just be fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, like... Uh, like, the whole thing about prepping, remember that? Mm. That all died down. But, like, realistically, if there was, like, a power outage for a sustained period of time, like a week, like, society would collapse. Yeah. Like pe- people would be eating each other in the streets, feasting on, like, the goo inside. You know, it would be, it would be like a carnival. It would be like The Purge.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it would. Yeah. I don't Yeah. I always think that like, um, especially like Western societies, just fucking lose it. Especially in America. You can just imagine them with their guns being like, get the fuck off my property and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. They're all like mad fat. Yeah. They can't move around. <laughs> they're
1: ready to take you out at a moment's notice. Some of, them are, some of them are itching for that to happen just to oh, fucking yeah, shoot someone. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I say there's people here as well. There's
1: 100%. There's 100% people in like every society that like... Once the social like contract is is is
0: non-existent, just they they let loose. Yeah, they go to town and everyone else. Yeah, crazy fuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck that. Mental fuckers. Yeah.
1: I mean, you kind of saw that kind of like during lockdown, not to that not to that extent, but just like, just like the like, the lack of empathy some people have. <laughs> yeah, some
0: people just go their own way and like, you know, as long as I got mine, I'm grand. Mm. But like, that's not how we that's not how we got here. You yeah. know, cooperation, cooperation, teamwork friendship you know love if (laughs) we're all if we all love each other bro if we just love each other (laughs) i think we'll get this true this we need to end war make love not peace or whatever world hunger all that you know all
1: that free love hippie stuff
0: all that bullshit
1: i'd say we're probably two hippies at this stage i think i think it's safe to to say we're kind of hippies we're definitely hippies yeah definitely according to someone we're definitely hippies
0: (laughs) ah yeah 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 you know we got that vibe down anyway. The hippies sort of died out though. I don't know what we'd be called. They'll have a name for us some, sometime in the future.
1: Cultural Marxists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when the uh, the fascist revolution comes out, like, this will all use uses evidence in our show trials. Oh, we're
1: fucking gone, man. We're fucked. Man, it's, we're it's over. Fucked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're going down standing though. Yeah, you know? I'll go down I'll proud. <laughs> stand by everything I said on this. Mm-hmm. Well... Some, things. <laughs> Some of those opinions were completely wrong. <laughs> Mr. Fascist. <laughs> I don't agree with that opinion. That Salo is be... actually a terrible <laughs> fucking <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah, I was just pretending to like that one, to be honest.
1: <laughs> I just wanted the the film hype, you know? Yeah. Like, mm, yes, this is a good film. <laughs> yeah. The crute- It's in the Criterion Collection. It has to be good. <laughs> Aye, they.
0: Yeah, but what have you been watching this week?
1: What have I been watching? I watched uh, Saw...
0: Saw. Saw, S-A-W.
1: Yeah, the first one, um... It's pretty...
0: It's a kind of an old movie now. Doesn't it doesn't... 2000, 2001, 2002.
1: I think it's 2003, maybe? Or it's the early 2000s, anyway. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, you know, one of the films that, like, you know, popularized, like, where torture porn genre, which is more of an American thing. Like, French extremity is something different to torture porn, I feel. But, um... The first one is just not that at all.
0: It's not torture porn, no?
1: Oh, Jesus, not at all. It is so, like, stripped back. Like, there is, like,
0: barely
1: any, like, bloodshed, really, in the film.
0: It's more of a horror film?
1: Yeah, it's more like a psycho... It's more about the... It's more psychological, I guess.
0: What's the worst, um, gore that happens in the film? What would make me flinch? What would make me go, ah, I don't know. Like, a dude saws off his foot, but you don't see anything. Ah. Sure, that happens in scary movie before, Dr. Phil, remember that?
1: No it's definitely, base- that, yeah, they're definitely yeah. like the base he zone. saws
0: off his foot and then he's like oh it's the wrong foot uh. <laughs> it's a chainsaw <shameful. laughs> it's like oh shit that's pretty good or it's like on the or something but <laughs> that's pretty good
1: yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's probably about, that's about the worst thing in it but like it's like you don't see it at all like you see like the starts of him like sawing into his foot and then it just cuts to his face and going like mm. as you saw him back and forth and the other fellows is like Jesus Christ what are you doing Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that um, but that's like it in terms of like violence it's pretty it's it's really not the film that Saw became um, I think it's more because the idea is like kind of
0: genius like it's a good idea for a franchise mm, yeah so the c- contained environment you mm. know it's like the there's like a, a time limit and stuff mm, pretty, and like some of them are idea. fucked up I remember seeing like I've seen Saw
1: 4 and five maybe the seven of them so i think i've mm. seen four and five can't tell you a single fucking thing that happened in soft four So five i remember just because it was like the traps that were in i was like that is just completely unfair <laughs> yeah. i like, was like how are you meant to know because like, the whole thing in Saw five is like the twist is if you all work together you would have solved it It's like under like because like one of the first one is like they all have like in Saw five they'll have like things around their neck and they have to use a key to take the thing off their neck or else they get pulled back and their head gets decapitated mm. but like he's just like if you actually cooperated you would have realized that the key is the same for so only one person had to grab it but if you're also just like if you're fucking stressing out you're not gonna f- and you're under <laughs> a time limit you're not gonna think oh all the fucking keys are the same like you're just not yeah, gonna yeah, think that you're yeah.
0: not gonna analyze the key
1: and there's loads there's a few and then the second one the second one, the second trap in it, I was like, these people are fucking dumb because it's so obvious that the space is big enough for two people. <laughs> like, it's just there's loads of shit like that where it's like, that's not, it's not that good. Mm. But the first, even this first, saw, uh, like people talk about it like it's like, oh, it's actually really good. It's actually really average. It's okay. Like it's J- uh, James Wan. Um, oh really? Yes, yeah, he did the first Saw. He's a king. He like, is a king. He did Saw and he did Conjuring, two films that like started massive franchises.
0: Yeah, Conjuring was really good. Conjuring, I loved, it. Loved is Conjuring. really good. Yeah, yeah. I watched
1: yeah. Annabelle as well la- last week. Oh really? Yeah, That's some shit.
0: Yeah, they're all bad yeah. except for uh, Conjuring Two was good. Uh, it was the one with the nun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was it was alright. Like it just I didn't capture the same the essence of the original.
1: The first one is like just so. Balls to the wall. It's like a cause like
0: It's so honest about what it's trying to do. Yeah. You know? Like There's no pretensions about it. It's, it's just a horror film yeah. and it's scary and it does what it does what it says in yeah. the tin. And it's even like has like the cool kind of like like a homage to like old horror films, like the yeah. even the typeface of the title. Yeah. Stuff like that. I, I haven't thought it was seen, so cool. I
1: haven't seen the conjuring since I watched it in the cinema.
0: It was so scary in the mm, oh and She man. jumps down off the, the wardrobe. I oh, was shit Yeah,
1: man. man. There's so many good jump scares like that in yeah, the film. Yeah. And they're like good jump scares. Like yeah, Annabelle yeah. has like so many jump... Like There's a jump scare where like it's like a tense moment or whatever but then the husband walks out of like a dark room and he just goes Burr! and it's like well, that's not scary. <laughs> like that's just the dad, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like he's not the he's Brrr. not the he's not the fucking killer, or whatever. Like it's, yeah. it's just shy. It's not a good film. Conjuring one's good.
0: Annabelle two is also terrible.
1: I've heard that Con- I've heard Annabelle two is actually good, and the same thing about like Ouija, like the fir- the first is kind of shit. But the second Ouija is actually a good film. That's complete bullshit. I watched <laughs> Ouija two, and it's shy. It's not good. Ouija. I
0: never saw Ouija like.
1: They're shy. That's just bad movies. That's yeah. why they didn't make a fucking third one. <laughs> yeah, Ouija
0: three. Um, there's new Conjuring though. There Conjuring is. 3. I wa- want to see that. I do want mm, like oh, to see that. I probably
1: that. would. I would. I probably go to the cinema to see it.
0: Yeah. Why not? I haven't been in a while. You know. Yeah. There's nothing else to watch. Yeah. There literally isn't. You know.
1: There's nothing. I'm going uh, on Thursday. I'm going to go see um, Into the Heights, the Lin Manuel musical that's on.
0: Ah. Just just to see just see, to see what it's about. I don't
1: even like. Don't really. I know. Like, it's going to be the biggest, like, three-star film I've ever fucking seen, probably.
0: Yeah, I might go see another round. The one with uh, Mads Mikkelsen.
1: Oh, yeah, I uh, want to see that as well.
0: I might see that in the lighthouse. Mm. See what's about. Yeah. That's a good
1: so, show. Yeah. That's good show. <laughs> lighthouse is, is back as well, Yeah, soon. yeah. Looking forward to it. Back at it. But Saw. <laughs> saw. But saw. Hey, saw. James Wan's the king. Uh, he is the king. Is the main point. But, like, yeah, it's like, it's not as violent as the rest of them. Nowhere near as violent as the rest of them. Um... And it's kind of interesting that like, it it started this franchise. because um, like it was super cheap and I, I found out that like the writer was like best friends with James Wan. Like the two of them wrote it together. I think they were housemates or something, and they wrote this movie and then James Wan directed it and it cost like a hundred million and it made fucking bank
0: back hundred grand.
1: No, 100 oh sorry, one million, sorry, one million. 1 million it cost one million and it just made fuck it probably made a hundred million or something like yeah, that. Like, it's crazy yeah, yeah. like that. Um and I started a whole franchise, but like watching it now, like the editing fuck me, it's like a shitty m t v video <laughs> oh my God, there's a bit as well where like they're they're driving it's like at the at the climax of the film, and these two characters are driving really quickly to get to a location, and they're literally- like they're like they're in a car <laughs> that's not that's clearly not moving, they're just like driving like that with, their with the wheel going and, back and like for it keeps like zooming going boom and it's just like yeah chill out <laughs> yeah relax you're about to crash yeah. <laughs> relax <laughs> it's like this is so intense yeah, yeah um but even like in like in the other saws like the people like deserve it like you have like the health care insurance people in like saw six i think is the health care one where it's just like oh you pick and choose who lives and dies so now you're literally gonna have to pick and choose like as the health care Insurance person amongst your coworkers and stuff like that. I was like, ah, that's good, taking on the system. Commentary. Commentary. Yeah, this one is just like, you're a doctor that cheats on his wife. <laughs> that, that and that's it. You deserve to die. So it's just like, yeah, you don't really deserve it, and it's like a drug addict as well. And you're just like, I don't think she deserves. <laughs> <laughs> she deserves any of this. It's <laughs> just yeah. bad out she so. there's this one guy, and he's just like, it kind of reminds me of like, um, seven. Actually, it reminded me a lot about seven where it's, like, this deranged serial killer who just has, like, a method or whatever. But, like, at the start, the police are, like, they're talking about, like, Jigsaw, and they're just, like, well, technically, he doesn't actually kill anyone. But I'm just, like, no, he just straight up does kill someone. It's, like, it's like oh, he finds a way to make them kill themselves, but it's also, like, like, some of the stuff, where you're just, like, there's no way that you're going to be able to survive that. Like, there's one <laughs> where, where a dude is, like, in a room, and the ground is, he's naked, covered in, like, flammable liquid or whatever and he has to hold a candle and he has to run around on broken glass with the candle to like read combinations or whatever i was like well he's not gonna end up killing himself like that's just gonna he's just gonna die because of the situation that he's in and there's no there's no way out of it so you know it's okay yeah sorry it's,
0: right. it's fine yeah you can't get out of a, a a murder trial by saying like oh actually he was stabbing himself <laughs> yeah. you know i was just grabbing his hand <laughs> 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 Stop stabbing yourself! I kept saying it to him.
1: It's like there, he's like there's a, if he listened to me, I wouldn't have shot him. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> he killed himself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah,
0: yeah, oh, jigsaw, you old dog. You old dog.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna watch any more of them because like I don't really, I don't really want to.
0: Yeah, I, I, I I'm sort of intrigued. I might, I might watch one might watch it one day. Yeah, watch the
1: first one, anyway.
0: You know, I just sort of because that sounds like what I, what I'm kind of into. You know, James Wan as well. He knows his stuff. He did Insidious as well, didn't he? Um, maybe he did. I think he did. I think he did. With your man, uh, the guy who's awesome in The Conjuring. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, Insidious was good. First Insidious was very good.
1: The second Insidious is a fun movie. It's not. It's not really. Ho- I
0: wouldn't really call it a horror film, but it's. A good yeah, I don't know what that is.
1: It's like it's just
0: a cool kind of story, or like a cool like about dreams and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that's, yeah it's, yeah, it's about, like, this meta, like, third reality or whatever. Mm. But it's cool. I like the, f- I like Insidious. Insidious 3 is the one where, I think it's a character and she's, like, trapped in bed. It's a shy film. So yeah. It's a, a shy film.
0: I last time I watched the show. I can remember There's another one as well. There's four Insidious movies. Is it? Just stop, you know? Just stop. Yeah. Let them do something else. I mean, like, script.
1: I think there's seven or eight Conjuring movies. So there's three Annabelle movies. There's seven. No, there's eight. There's three Annabelle movies. Did you know that the third Annabelle film came out?
0: Nah. I didn't know that. Annabelle a... Creations.
1: That's the second one. This Annabelle Comes Home is the third it one. Comes Home. I never heard of that film. It's The Nun. And then there's three Conjuring movies, and there's a Nun, and then there's The Curse of La Llorona or something.
0: La Lerona? Yeah. Is that Conjuring? That's a Conjuring movie, yeah. Is it? <laughs> Well that, it's good that they're doing stories beyond just like oh they're doing another case. Yeah. You the, yeah, the
1: two uh whatever the fuck their names are.
0: Yeah, the uh yokes. Whatever their yeah. names are,
1: yeah. I've no idea what their names are.
0: Yeah, they're real people though. Yeah, they are. They Absolute only died com- recently as well. Complete frauds as well. Oh man. yeah, one hundred percent complete <laughs> fucking frauds. <They're> total frauds in <laughs> real life. It's completely debunked, but it's fu- it's a good story though. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun
1: spooky stories.
0: Yeah. You know what else is fun? What? Uh from Up on Poppy Hill mm. by Goro Miyazaki. Oh, that's Hayao Miyazaki's son. It is indeed. The son of the legendary Hayao Miyazaki, who did loads of anime films. This is my first real foray into anime for a, for a while. Mm. For a while. Maybe since Perfect Blue. I can't remember. I tried to watch Neon... Genesis? You know, yeah, thing. Uh, a while ago, but I didn't get into it. Mm. But this is my first foray back into it. Uh, very relaxing film. Very relaxing film. It's like a slice of life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, these two, uh, a schoolboy and a schoolgirl, Sean and Umi, and the whole thing is like, will they, won't they? Yeah. You know, the entire time. And the the, the plot kind of revolves around this thing in the in the in their boarding school where uh, there's this old clubhouse where the kind of the community re- revolves around this place, like the the student community, student life revolves around mm-hmm. this. They have all their like little clubs in there, like the philosophy club, and um, there's like a, a newspaper and there's like a, a chemistry club and stuff like that. And it, but it's like this all kind of, like, shack. It's all, like, run down. There's yeah, like cobwebs everywhere. It's there's just, always a shack. There's always a shack somewhere on the school grounds. Japanese schools
1: just seem really fucking cool. Because they have all the... Oh, well, according to anime, they have all these <laughs> fucking
0: <laughs> clubs and shit. According to anime, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we never got that in uh, in secondary school. <laughs> no. A lot of bollocks, you know? No, no, no. I was a homework club, you know? With that, was that even a thing? I thought that was primary school. But, like... It's you know, had
1: sports teams, really.
0: Yeah, a lot of bollocks. The team. yeah. But yeah, apparently Japan, I think it's it's like our version of, uh, or their version of like the Harry Potter, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so cute and cool, but in real life it's probably just like depressing and like, yeah. it's, like <laughs> you know, everyone gets bullied and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in this film, it's so cute and it's so uh, it's so relaxing. And uh, they have this whole thing, they have the big shack out, out back, uh, you know, it has lots of character to it, but it's it's fucked, you know, it's falling down. Yeah. And the whole thing is, this is set in the 60s around 1964 at the uh just before the tokyo summer olympics and so like um the uh head of the school board in the area has decided that they're going to demolish the clubhouse <gasps> and rebuild it <gasps> rebuild and something new mm. but that's the whole thing that's that's the that's the little conflict in the story you know because a little I, conflict as well <laughs> fair, yeah that's the thing it's like it's so quaint it's like oh, they're gonna knock down the clubhouse. Oh, like you're, but, the memories. But I'm thinking, oh my god, they're gonna <laughs> knock down the clubhouse. What's <laughs> that about? It's just a joke, <laughs> yeah, <put> this. <laughs> you know, it's, the stakes are so high, but they're so low at the same time. Because um, there's so much like the characters are so like fleshed out, and there's so much like meaning, and you can feel, you can kind of vibe the memories mm-hmm. in that shack. You know, that's cool. It's a cool kind of uh, kind of way that they 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 did it. But that's the 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 conflict is between uh, the people who don't want it demolished and the people who do, mm. and the st- even the student body is kind of uh, conflicted over it. And Sean, uh, our main like male lead, or the, the schoolboy lead, he's like a he's he's the kind of leader or like the co-leader of the uh, anti-demolition mm-hmm. faction, and he he's like he's crusading against these people who want to demolish the past, mm-hmm. uh, the old Japan. Uh, he has a line about uh, people who worship the future have no future and stuff like that. Uh, so it's kind of like an analogous to Japan after the, the Second World War, like trying to uh, yeah traditionalism versus modernity. Yeah, decide sort of conflicted in itself over whether to move forward, and completely abandon the past, or mm-hmm. to like create some kind of synthesis, or just kind of like you know make use of what came before. Yeah, um, yeah. To the extent that that could happen, um, but that's the whole thing. Uh, even there's like a little like mini democracy, like like a mini kind of like. Um, like electorate within the school. Like the like obviously the they the students disagree over whether to demolish it or whether not to demolish it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like these big debates that they hold in like uh the in their hall. And uh there's like a real like uh, vibrant atmosphere to it. They're like there's so much uh yeah, you know, everyone's like an active citizen within the community of the school. Yeah. And there's so yeah, many different yeah. characters and you feel like it's a real kind of uh, I
1: love when they do that in like mic like micro Un- like micro cultures and micro universes and stuff like that
0: yeah yeah it's so cool it's like, yeah. it's like a it's like a mini democracy and they have to have like philosophical debates and it's like they name drop like Nietzsche and like existentialism and stuff <laughs> like that it's like yeah, these people are in, these are like 15 years yeah. old <laughs> it's six little 16 year olds to yeah. quote Nietzsche <laughs> yeah 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 and, uh, but basically Shun, Shun and uh, Umi are like Oh, yeah, oh Umi-san, and all the stuff, <laughs> and it's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> and her cheeks go red and stuff, like yeah, that, yeah, all that stuff. Hilarious, but uh, so cute. Oh my god! And um, but there's a big twist, there's a huge twist because um, Umi has this whole thing where she's like, uh, she has this habit every day where she gets up and she she knows like a uh, fucking what's it called, semaphore or something like that, not <laughs> semaphore, like a uh, it's <laughs> it for It's like you know when uh, on ships where like they communicate using flags and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she. It's like flags, flag language or something. Yeah. But it's like it's, it's all flag up, language. It's <laughs> up on a pole, you know, because <laughs> uh, it's for the, the the ships sailing past, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it always says like something like uh "Have a good <laughs> trip" or something like that. I don't know. Safe sailing. Yeah, <laughs> safe sailing, something like that. And uh, that's her like little cute thing that she does. And uh, it's because her father's away at sea, or no, her father's dead. He died in the Korean War. Um, and he was a sailor and he died in the Korean War he, his ship sank and his mother or her mother is all off at um, uh, she's off in the US she's like a doctor or something but she's always on about her father and she's showing Shun uh, like the family albums and stuff and she's like oh he was such a great man He was like oh he's so handsome he's like uh, he was a great man and I really miss him and uh, but Shun takes the the picture of the father mm-hmm. and he looks at it he's like I know this guy big twist oh he shun. goes back to his like his dad or like his his father figure on the the steamboat where he lives i think and um he's like this guy is my father isn't he and his his, his father figure is like yeah that's your dad and it's like the oh. whole thing is shun and umi are related they're brother and sister oh, i was wow. like oh my god this is so japanese you know yeah and <laughs> <it's like, laughs> oh, they still bone <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's really graphic as well um, it just turns into a yeah, the hentai last 15 minutes. Yeah, the Miyazaki brand just went down to flames, you know. <laughs> but um, no, it turns out that they're actually not related in some, oh, like, some yeah. other some other twist. Um it, something like Shun's father was th- there there's three people in the picture. Mm. Uh one of them was her father and the other one was like the captain of the ship. And the third one was a, uh, this other guy who died mm. uh, beforehand. Uh, something like that and he yeah. had a son he passed it on to her father and then he like sort of raised it or whatever um or something like that i can't remember but basically they're not related yeah and um so, so this,
1: it's not incest
0: bro it's cool so it's not incest <laughs> again but like they're just like playing with the fact yeah. they're like oh they could be related is that is that hot or not you know <laughs> <laughs> <Hot laughs> there's there yes no, no? <laughs> there's no reason for that to be there you know it's kind of like a trial that they mm. go through where they're like they have feelings for each other but then they're like oh we're related and, uh they're like like they they confess their love to each other before finding out that they aren't related, which is weird, pretty weird. But mm. but, but then, <laughs> but, <laughs> but then <laughs> oh, oh, why did they do that? They don't, they're not like, oh, I love you. Did but... you watch this dubbed or subbed, by the way? Oh, subbed, sub. I can't do Oh dubs. yeah, so it's just
1: fucking, oh God, because I was, sometimes when I watch dub th- dub things, I was like, did they change this? Did they just make this fucking weird?
0: Yeah, no, this is complete, this is weird all on its own. Like, oh, it was, Christ. it was made like this, but like, they're just like, oh wait, like, they have feelings for each other and like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're brother and sister. But then they're not brother and sister. I like, but the, the, it doesn't really. It just leaves it that that strand there. Mm. Like it leaves it sort of like trail off. And um they, uh, they decide that the or the fucking commission decide that the thing is going to get demolished anyway, even though even though the the school uh, council or whatever have, like spent uh, like the, all the students are bonding over the cleaning and like the the repair of uh, of the clubhouse. Scum, you know. And so the, but they still decide to demolish it so uh, Umi, Shun and uh, the other guy Shiro head off to Tokyo to like uh, try to convince them to like not do it mm. and uh, they succeed nice I think I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> it's not important it's already it's already important yeah that's the thing it's not important because yeah. it's like n- pretty much nothing happens yeah like it's all about uh, they're gonna demolish this clubhouse but then they're not yeah Uh, then they are again and then they're not but the entire times it's about it's about the students bonding and like the 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 life within the clubhouse like what the clubhouse represents old japan new japan uh you know young japan like the the students who actually inhabit it Mm -hmm. like the lives they have in there and like um the sound design is amazing yeah the food food looks so sexy nothing better it's so good food oh my there's so much time just spent like lingering at home yeah like in their houses and it, but it's, like, compelling to watch. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck... Like, how do they do that? Uh, yeah,
1: there's just nothing really cozy about it.
0: Yeah, like, I know there's, like, a whole uh, genre of anime that's just slice of life. Yeah, like it's noth- huge, man, as well. Mm, like, nothing happens. Yeah. But people, like, love watching it. I can understand why you would yeah. watch it, because it's so relaxing to watch. Yeah, you just chill out. You just chill out watching that. Just it is vibe, like, It's like, I wish I was there.
1: It's basically because, like, I imagine, as well, like, Japan's a very stressful, like, work environment and stuff like that. So it is just nice to, you know... Shit, i haven't just watch a slice of the life anime, just you know, vibe.
0: Just vibe, for yeah. like Twenty minutes or whatever. It's very beautiful as yeah. well. everything's very well, uh, well drawn, well animated. Mm. I know music is very, very well known for that kind of thing, you know. But uh, I don't know any of his films. I haven't watched his films. They're all like you should watch. Um, it's all Hells. It's, it's Hells him.
1: Hell, moving castles him. Um, Castle in the sky is him as well. Castle in the sky is really good. Watched that re- oh, a while ago with my family. That's good. I watched them. Um, what's his name what's his name gozu ozu yeah ozu yeah. i watched his first film and um, which is on netflix the tales of earthy i think it's called
0: tales of earthy i've heard of that, heard of that. I, is it oh man it's so ozu. Bad. yeah it's, oh, he's raved about everywhere i
1: think though thi- see it's his first film i think the problem is that the scale of it or something is just way too big for it to be your first project it's, like, all of it's just underdeveloped and, like, nothing has any impact and it's just kind of, it's just shit.
0: Is it a big budget yoke?
1: Yeah, it's, like, it's a, it's a, it's a Studio Ghibli, so, yeah. Oh. But it's, like, again, it's, like, the animation is great, but, like, the story and the characters are just completely lacking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, apparently the animation, um, from up on Poppy Hill got a lot of criticism. Really? Because it was, like, too simple. And it is, it is simple compared to, like, some of the stuff that, uh, that I've seen anyway of, like... You know, classic anime, probably like Studio Ghibli and all that stuff. But it's it still works. It's still like the, I, I think it's, the main thing is the backgrounds. Yeah, the, backgrounds, the backgrounds, are, backgrounds are amazing. They're so rich, yeah, and they really like fill out the scene. Um, like the characters themselves, just like they they do their job, they emote really well, and mm. like uh, like you really you know get a sense of that they're like it's like a tactile kind of thing. Like you get the sense that they're 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 there and they're yeah. real and they're responsive. That's what um, Princess
1: Mononoke does really well. All oh right, yeah, yeah, that's also a good
0: one. Uh, Ghibli.
1: Yep, I yeah. think there's. I think there are most of them are on Netflix anyway. The Grave of the Fireflies isn't on Netflix. I think that's the only one.
0: It's fucked up, isn't
1: it? Oh yeah, that's a fuck. That's a bleak film. Mm. A really bleak film about about World War Two. Fucked up. There's another one as well that's a, that's about World War Two. Can't remember the name of it, but it has this really famous shot of like the bombs going off and just people getting fucked up. <laughs> And it's like a really famous Japanese film. Can't remember the name of it though.
0: The Japs. The Japs um, and their bombs.
1: They're mad for man. <laughs> 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 Can't blame them to be fair. They got to yeah. bits. They got
0: fucked up. Yeah, yeah, that's actually what happened to Shuns. Um, something. One of his one of his parents died mm. in like Nagasaki or something. Bad way to go. You know, it's all, always everything traces back to the bomb, and all these.
1: A lot of it does. Like Akira, you ever watched that? No. Akira is like. Very directly about that, mm. but the technology going too far, and stuff like that, and like like it starts off like a nuclear explosion, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. It's like, and I think like Akira is the name of like a nuke or something, or like that's what you're led to believe anyway. I'm not gonna spoil Akira. Akira very good, but it's the same kind of thing. it's Just like it just a lot of it like does revolve around the horrors of that humans can do to each other, yeah, and the horrors yeah. of the technology, or whatever.
0: Fair enough, to be fair. Fair enough. It's Yeah, it's funny that Japan, like, this place was, like, so backward. Like, I don't know, ideologically. Yeah. Like, was destroyed, pretty much, by, like, this, basically, like, an alien bomb mm. that no one had ever seen before. Like, like the future, like, manifest, by like, blown up by a fucking nuclear bomb that no one had ever seen. Yeah. It's, like, a weird thing. And it's like, just fucking
1: whipped them into the 21st century, Yeah, basically.
0: yeah. It would psych you out, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, because especially at that stage, like, in the, f- like... I know that like like they had like big cities and stuff like that, but a lot of the big cities got destroyed with fire bombs because a lot of it was made of wood and stuff like that. Although I imagine that like I yeah, way know.
0: more died in the fire bombing.
1: Yeah, way more man. That's what that's what Grave of the Fireflies kind of focuses on is the firebombing. It's like wow, places got fucked up with those fire bombs. It's like Dresden.
0: Yeah, yeah. Jeez, Dresden. it's poor Germans. Those poor
1: poor Germans, <laughs> Dresden man. Holy shit. Science Five is a good book. I've read it in
0: years. Old Kurt.
1: Oh, Kurt Vonnegut. Kurt Vonnegut. Mad fucker, mad nah. fucker. But yeah, I watched a uh, Good Morning,
0: Ozu. 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 I
1: Can't remember his first name. Something Ozu. And um, you know, regarded as a, was one of the great Japanese directors up there with a, like Akira Kurosawa and stuff like that. But Good Morning is his like light film, and I decided to knock it on and. From what you're saying, it has, like, kind of similar themes to uh, From Up On Pu- Poppy Hill, where, like, it's about modernity ver- clashing with, like, tradition, and, like, that being... And it's set in, like... It's, like, a 1954 film? I think that's when it came out. 58? Came out in the 50s, I think. Good morning. Uh, yeah, good morning. Um, <clears throat> And it's about uh, these two... Like, it's about, like, a lot of different things, but, like, the main plot or whatever is about uh, these two uh, boys, and, uh, their next-door neighbor, who doesn't have any kids, um, has a TV, and they go over, and they watch the TV with their friends, and their mom and dad are just, like, come home and study, like, stop wasting your time watching, watching TV or whatever, and then they're like, okay, we'll spend time at home, but, like, get us a TV, and their mom and dad are like, absolutely not, so they refuse to talk, like, point blank, they're like, we're not talking anymore until we get a TV, and that's just basically what the film is about, like, that's the driving, like, friction in the movie Mm. again like low stakes but like it is that like slice of life coziness to it it's beautiful oh my god the color palette is amazing So many like pastel colors and like grays and beige colors and like these kind of like uh greens and stuff like that and Mm. then like in the background you have like reds or blues or like yellows whatever and they just fucking pop and it looks amazing it's so it's so nice to watch and like it's just a Again, what she says is kind of a cute film. But it's, like, this... Apparently, Ozu's, like, main kind of thing is, like, the family and, like, the relationship between, like, children and their parents. And, like, the fact that, like, the parents are, like, no, you're not getting a TV. Like, we can... Like, they can afford it, but, like, you're just not getting a TV. Like, it'll make you stupid. Like, what will happen... Like, there's a line... There's, like, a conversation that, like, the dad has... In a kind of bar with these two with these two dudes, and um, he's like, "Oh, television will make the Japanese stupid," and he's like, "Oh," yeah. and they're like, "Oh yeah, what happened to Great Japan? Like, TV will ruin our minds and make us stupid and lazy and stuff like that." He
0: uh, was right.
1: Well, was right to be fair, but um, it's just that 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 clash of like mm,
0: generations, generations, old Japan, new Japan,
1: especially because like because 1954, like the those parents, like the kids the oldest kid i think he's meant to be like 10 he could be 11 11 or 10 so like he's just basically like born like just as the war ends and then his his little brother is like f- fucking four or five so he's like way too young to be aware of the war but his parents have lived through the war mm. and have lived through this like
0: the empire and all
1: they literally been living through the empire and like all the grown-ups around them and stuff like that have so it's just like clash and like the kids are completely different to like the parents and stuff like that. But it's just a it's just a nice cozy film. It's like a warm bath. Like the little boy like they're learning English as well, which is funny. Like I haven't really seen that in many films, but like a main thing in this film is that they're learning English. And uh the little boy, he's just like, I love you. Like he just says, I love you to people at the start. And he's like, I just want to give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> and they wear, like, the, the two brothers wear, like, matching outfits. Yeah. It's just adorable. Adorable film. Yeah, yeah. It's it such sounds, a, sounds good. It, it sounds is. cute. It's super cute. And it's just like, there's, like, other characters as well. It's the same thing as the, as the slice of life thing that you're talking about. All of them are, like, very unique. They all have, like, different traits and it's like they're very identifiable like there's like the the neighbors they have like this thing at the start where they have like a women's club among all the all the women in the neighborhood or whatever and uh they're like oh the money never got paid to the the chairperson um so they're like you know this kind of like um gossiping amongst all the moms it's like who the fuck took the money or whatever and then it's just revealed as to like what caused it which is, like, like, someone gave the money to, like, an older person and the older person forgot about it yeah. to give it to the chairperson and stuff like that. And then, like, that develops into when the little boys stop talking, like, they walk past, like, one of the women who was, like, gossiping about their mom and they don't say hello to her because, like, we're not talking to anyone. And that causes huge offense. And they talk about this whole, like, she then interprets, oh, that bitch told her kids yeah. that I forgot the money or whatever like she's she hates me because of this, yeah, yeah, and it's like these little things about like you know saying hello, good morning, all these type of things to people it's like it's like very small um social interactions that we have that just like kind of keep things together, keep the clogs working um in like small communities and stuff like that, um even the fact that the film is called good good morning it's just about those small interactions that human humans have, mm. and there's a conversation about it as well where, like, one of the guys says, like, oh, yeah, it's really easy to say meaningless things to each other, but it's really hard to say the important stuff. Mm. And he's a character thats not that hasn't said that he loves he loves you to someone that he loves yeah, and stuff like that. But he's able to have, like, he's able to talk about the weather. He's able to talk about work, all the shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. But he can talk about how he feels. um, Which, I guess, is, like, this, like, kind of... Because, like, Japanese people are, like, extremely friendly as well. Like, they have, like, this... I'm pretty sure, like, I've read before... I heard something before that in Japan, like the main, the biggest crime committed is bikes being stolen. But like it, like something like 50% of them or 80% of them are returned. It's just simply someone took the wrong bike because no one locks their bike in Japan. You don't need to do that. Yeah. yeah. So someone accidentally takes the wrong bike and then they come back and they, they put it back. Yeah, yeah so it's like the number one crime is bikes reported crime is bike stolen but they always come back nearly <laughs> and like there's like fuck all murders and stuff like that Um, strange it's a strange like it's yeah. a strange country like that it's like super super safe but it's this thing where like, they're not able to talk they're super polite and friendly to each other but they're not able to talk about the big important things it's a very repressed uh country and stuff like that mm. and like like Good Morning kind of touches on all these things very briefly, but like it's still like this sweet, wholesome, lovely, warm bath of a movie. I don't know, it's great, super,
0: super good. Yeah, they 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 did something right over there. Yeah, like, we need that here, you know. Yeah, just cozy movies. Like they're like we have cozy movies, but they're like twee. They're too like sweet. Yeah. And like saccharine. Yeah. I can't think of any, but like. I know, I know. There's some out there. Are, like it's like it's supposed to be like, uh, but it's just like. This is just too much, you know. Tweet. Yeah, yeah. it's just like
1: it's too sweet. Yeah, yeah. Like, like this this the, film like touches on things that are a bit darker.
0: Yeah, yeah. They play it cool like. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, and the, the, there's like there's something there obviously in, in this one definitely more so than uh, from what you're saying more so than um uh, thing uh, Poppy Hill. Mm. Poppy Hill didn't really have anything to it, it was just it was just a, a like a mood piece I yeah. suppose. Um but there's like it just it just played it cool, you know. It there, there wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't like oh look at this isn't this so yeah. cool it was just like you know this is yeah you know, it's it's like your reaction this is cool yes like this, you know it's the same that, thing that with good thing.
1: it's the same thing with good morning except like just these moments where these these characters will have like conversations about things and even the whole like the whole attitude that they're having is very natural about how they're talking about it but it ends up revealing something a bit more about the characters and about like mm. you know the about like you know the country and whatever. I don't know good writing yeah good it's good writing is what it is like it's just something about like japanese films are super fucking good for that though just a lot of them especially like like a lot of anime films just super cozy but just have like something else going on like um my neighbor totoro like that film is like the coziest cuddliest fucking film ever but it's a film about dealing with the fact that your parent is dying. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's just like, like, how do you manage that? I don't know. It's something about it. Those Japs. Yeah, they just know what they're doing, bro. Oh yeah, <laughs> <at>, like <laughs> they just, know? they just know how to make fucking movies. And how do they like. pull
0: that out of the bag? Mm. You know, well, like, like German, German, Germany had the same thing happen to them. What do they have to show for it? Absolutely nothing.
1: Just extremely efficient filmmaking. <laughs> Extreme,
0: yeah, extremely efficient. Not what you want. Yeah. All they have is Herzog. Fastbender, someone like that. I haven't seen any Fastbender movies. No, have I. I really want to watch Wire or something. Walk on a Wire or something. It's like a TV series we're going to watch. It's on my list. Oh, I, I have heard it. I think that's on my list as well. I've heard really of that. I want to watch that. It's like 10 parts or something.
1: Yeah. It's not that. Yeah, it's only like 10 hours long or something like that. Uh-huh. I don't think it even is 10 hours. I think it's shorter than that. Yeah, it might be. Because they're that. 45 minutes. Because
0: so. he made like crazy amounts of films. Mm. But like they don't like. There's nothing that's that. It's not like Japan. Japan they use like they use like films from Mars. You know, yeah. completely different thing. I think the thing though is that like
1: Japan kind of ignored the fact that they committed yeah, their yeah, war yeah. crimes. <laughs> yeah, whereas like Germany like still lives with that. Which I suppose like which is good. Like it's it's good that you live with that. But in, it's good. But in like doing yeah. so, all your films
0: are like kind of cold or something. I don't know. Is it worth it for the bad films?
1: It's not even bad films. It's just like different.
0: Just they're just American films, but with German talking.
1: I don't, I can't even think of any like German films I've ever. Really they don't ever really seen. have any. That's the thing. Like I can just think of Herzog like films. Like yeah, uh, Lives of Others is good, but that's about like, but that's like
0: it's like an American film. That's but that's, an, that's, about
1: that's the fucking the Stavi fucking watching over them stuff like that. Yeah, the Stavi. Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like oh, you know, like it's like oh, the co- communism is bad. <laughs> yeah, come on, like it's 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 like that's not an American would make. You know, Japan, Japan, like the Chinese wouldn't make that. The Americans wouldn't make what j- the mm. Japanese make you know I saw some europe f- should have something europe I should
1: it, it have it does. it does does it uh, europe does have Fra- that
0: the Fra- the french more so though yeah
1: yeah i don't know france french films are great french films are very good mm. for that as well but they do the i don't know they do like slice of life things as well but they're really fucking dramatic and they deal with really harsh things like that film um oh it's got your one from inception in it I think oh, it's yeah. five days, four nights or something like that. Marion
0: Cotillard.
1: Yeah. She's great. She's amazing. But she's in the film and it's like, it's the whole film is her going around to people, asking them, because they're having like a vote or something in her in her work to fire her. I don't know why the fuck that's the thing, but <laughs> yeah. it is a thing in the film.
0: Imagine that. You're like campaigning to keep your job. Yeah. <laughs> I, think th- I think it's three <laughs> days,
1: two nights actually. I think that's what it's called because it's, it's uh, her over the weekend going around to everyone, begging them not to fire her yeah because they're like if they if they if they vote to keep her on they all lose their christmas bonus or something like that yeah, and yeah. it's like her begging them to do it so it's like that's a good idea it's like slice of life but it's also like extremely yeah. dramatic like, why s- would you do that it's <laughs> super <laughs> upsetting yeah, yeah yeah i don't know that's a good idea but though. the japanese just kind of i don't know because out of a few like more so anime i think because the ghibli films I, d- I assume that but that's why like ghibli films are regarded as like the best kids movies because they do deal with like super serious shit but also do in a nice way in a fun way in a fun <laughs> and cuddly way like yeah. princess mononoke isn't really it's more it's a family movie mm. like dudes get their hands or their arms fucking cut off in that film or like yeah. an arrow and stuff like that other film's pretty violent but it's also like it's a it's a cozy kind of film as it's well whimsical it's like yeah it's, it's whimsical's not even the right term for it it's more like it's about the woods and nature but it's about mm. and then it's, it's like modernity coming in like just like you know raping the land and like stripping of, of its essence and stuff like that mm.
0: it's good yeah yeah well,
1: How's Moving Castle isn't about any of that shit How's Moving Castle is just a fun time <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah stuff like that that's just about magic bro <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: just straightforward
1: mm.
0: hence, for- hence why we ate it up I love that shit.
1: Eat it up. Do you want to go for a break? Oh, yeah. And we are back from the break. Ah. With the bang. Yeah, the Frenchmen. They just, you know. What are they at?
0: Bottling everything.
1: Bottling everything, yeah. <laughs> they bottle the fucking and everything. But the way the, Fran- the France, like we were talking about French people, you know, the French cinema. They do kind of cozy films. I not really cozy, but like dramatic films. Well, I watched Di- the Diving Bell and the Butterfly, which is based on the true story of Jean Dominique Bobet. Beau- Bobet? but i do not pronounce his name. He was a. Uh, do you know anything about this? No,
0: no, I don't know the story.
1: It's a. Uh, he's he was a magazine editor.
0: Oh L, yeah, directed or edited L, didn't
1: he? Yes. Yeah, he direct, Yeah, he was the editor of L. Sorry, as in L, as in like the letter L. As like, a
0: French she she
1: yeah because he did a fashion magazine that's what that's what his whole thing was yeah um he suffered a stroke and when he when he awoke he had locked in syndrome and
0: Still, probably the worst probably the last thing you want when the you last
1: fucking thing you'd ever forget being you know a lockdown being locked in your house not being able to move.
0: Imagine being locking your own body.
1: Like And not being able to communicate with anyone around you. Yeah. The only way that he communicated with people was that he had control of his left eye. He was able to blink. And through that, wrote a book. Because they did the whole like A, B, C, D thing. Yeah. he was able to like blink. And they were able to communicate that way. Jeez. And he wrote a book.
0: Who, who wrote it for him? Um,
1: who was there doing that the entire time? Some like writer some editor or whatever she was there for him because he learned how to do it and then he was like i want to write a book because uh, he had a magazine he had a book deal to before he had a stroke and they called up the people and like here he's still alive so <laughs> you have to uh honor this and they were just like how and he's like don't worry don't worry you just you know get someone over here someone that has a lot of patience uh and can deal with this and uh, we'll, we'll write a book or whatever but he wrote the book uh on his experience of being, of, like, locked in. And, wow, what a fucking sense of loneliness. Like... Yeah,
0: that sounds horrible. It's,
1: like, extremely upsetting. um, But also, like, it shows the kind of power and, like, bravery. And, I don't know, the, like, resilience of the human... of the human mind or whatever... Because, like, you'd imagine, like, you'd go fucking insane through that. But what he talks about is the fact that, like, he was able to escape wherever he, like, you know, his body by just his imagination. And he would just imagine things and, like, remember his life and just remember just being there and, like, living through that. And it's, like, the only way that you can escape that type of fucking insanity or going insane in that situation is to just lose yourself in your imagination. Um, and it's it's incredibly it's an incredible story. Um, he uh, he only lived a year though in Luckton because he ended up getting pneumonia and he died. He died three days after the book was published. Jeez, yeah, that's rough. But in a year, he wrote this book, like True Blinking. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's pretty f- impressive. <laughs> it's
0: pretty impressive. It's kind of sad though. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Um, he died. And he died. Jeez, sad story. It's a very sad story. What What is he like? Like, what's how is it like articulated? Like, what's it like? Um, well, ha- some shots of it are like first person. Mm, so it's just him like,
1: like do you you're just up? seeing it from him, and then every so often, like the, the you'll get a blink, or whatever. Mm. It's really, really well shot. Like the cinematography really conveys that like sense especially because like the camera's just just, like stuck still obviously because he can't move um and like people will like talk whatever and like every so often like you get a blink of them of whatever's going on and you get the inner dialogue like monologue that's going inside of his head um and then it'll escape the first person like it's not entirely in first person like the first third of it is and but then it'll like it'll move away from that but it's kind of seamless like it's not really jarring when it moves out of third person, because the first time that you get it, like outside of his first person view, is his imagination, and you see him. Um, there's a fucking oh god, there's a bit where like, so his uh, his right eye was like shut and he couldn't move it. Um, and I think because of that, uh, they're like we need to, we need, I don't know, for whatever reason they're like we need to sew it up. What? So they sewed up his right eye. But like he could still see through it, and but he couldn't feel anything. So like there's a shot of like from his perspective of his eyelid being sewed up. That's not nice, man. It's Oh, man. It's. Just, I suppose
0: it get all dry, wouldn't it?
1: I think that that was the reason why the it wouldn't like your the muscles weren't working and stuff like yeah. that. So your eye would kind of get all fucked up from that. Yeah, true. So they just sewed it up. But, oh, man, it's just, like, fucking hell. And, like, he couldn't eat. He couldn't do anything. Like, he literally could not move. He was completely, like, locked in his body. That's such a, like, a downer. Like, mm, it's a, I'd it's, rather be dead. It's just, oh, man, 100%. He says at one point, he's like, I want to die. Because he can't, <laughs> he's just, like, he's just stuck like that. And he can't do anything. He yeah. was, like, slowly, excuse me, he, like, before he died, he was, like, very slowly, like, gaining control of his tongue and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So, like, eventually he might have been able to eat or maybe even talk because he could make, like... He could make... Because he could breathe. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he
0: possibly could have,
1: like, made noises.
0: Yeah. But I don't know, because he never made any noises in the film, so I don't know if he made any noises in real life. Well, if he's, like... If he has control of his... Or he's gaining control of his tongue, that means that, like... You know, the rest are pretty follow Or Mm -hmm. some parts would. Yeah. So maybe he was on the mend. But there's no point really thinking about that. Even a year locked in, mm. I'd rather die. Yeah. I'd rather be dead. Yeah. You know? You'd, you, you wouldn't be the same. You'd be fucked. You'd be you'd, fucked. You'd, you'd be insane. Yeah. Completely insane.
1: Because you're completely isolated. Even though people are around you, you're still completely isolated. Yeah, people
0: around you, are like, you're like, you're not in my position. Yeah. This is no help, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're no comfort here. I'm trapped in yeah. here, you know?
1: The, but like, I imagine it would have helped when he was like, being able to blink or whatever. But like, that, it's such a... It's such a slow process. And, like, the way that it depicts it was, like, he had, like, humor to it as well. Like, because it's such a fucking absurd situation to be in. He he did find some bits of a funny... Because it's based on the book, so I imagine that, like, it's based off passages. Where, like, there's a bit where, like, his friend is talking to him. Um... And, like, he's trying to talk back to him. So, like, he's blinking. And, like, he's, like, your man's, like, writing it, writing it down or whatever. And he's, like, going, like, he's reading out the alphabet to him, but he's not looking at him. Mm. And, like, the monologue is, you need to fucking look at me, you idiot, because I'm not going to be able to, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, he's, and then your man goes, like, oh, shit, sorry. I'm, I need to look at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. But, again, like, I and, like they it, it got quicker, obviously, because the way that the alphabet was written out for him was the most common uh letters were first Mm. so like eventually like they were able to recite it off like straight like not even having to look at it or whatever and just recite it off to him and he'd be able to like communicate like pretty pretty quickly compared to like you know looking at an alphabet and like doing it that way but still it's like you know that bit in um Breaking Bad the fella who can only ding the bell yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it, it,
0: it, 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 he he didn't have locked in syndrome but he was like, way better off he was way better off man. at least he had a bell yeah he could use his fingers and ding, stuff ding, ding. and he could like make he could like make noise and stuff mm, and make you could, faces like, he could make faces I think that's pretty really key you know so that's what isn't that what Stephen Hawking had like I know he had EDLS um, didn't he or something something like that but I know you know the way you'd see him in interviews whenever he would have an interview and he'd have, like, he'd just respond to the questions. Mm. Like, he'd get the questions in advance. Yeah. And then he'd program into the computer. Because he had this thing where, like, he didn't... Because um, he had his, like, trademark voice. Mm. And so he didn't move on uh, to, like, a like a Siri kind of voice. Yeah. Because it was, like, his thing. But uh, something about uh, the fucking uh, equipment he used, it was, like, really slow. and Like, it was based off, like, the like, that kind of thing where it was, mm-hmm. like, it went by letters. And he had to, like, key in each letter at a time as it went through the alphabet. <sighs> or maybe at the start. but maybe he got, you know, quicker towards the end. But that's how he started out. Mm. Like, it was just extremely slow. And any, any like, uh, writing you did or uh, interviews, it was all prepared for hours or, like, days in advance. Yeah. You know? Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck it. Fuck that, you know?
1: Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. Like...
0: Yeah, bad vibes.
1: Like, especially, it's like, in that situation, like, there's nothing you can do. And it's super rare that it happens, though, like, locked-in syndrome. But even the fact that, like, you can just suffer a stroke, and then that's it. Like, you'll live.
0: Yeah, you'll live, but at what cost?
1: Yeah, at what cost?
0: You know, I'd rather be dead.
1: Oh, same. I think I would as well.
0: You know? It's like, and, like, it's so rare. You wake up, and you're like, I'm locked in. That's a sign. I need to fucking go. I need mm. to get out of here. This is this is it. Yeah. This isn't some like Joe biblical test, you know. But or, like, you
1: can't even do anything about it. Like you can't I know, even. Yeah. You you're reliant on someone to like you know euthanize you. Or get whatever. a little like valium valium mm. fucking OD or whatever. Yeah.
0: They do that all the time, don't they? Yeah. In hospitals and stuff.
1: You can go to like Norway or whatever to do that. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Should <laughs> that be legal here soon enough? up. Well, yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Jeez, that's so sad. Yeah. When when was this?
1: Happened to in the 70s, I think.
0: Yeah, you can't do anything about that then, can you? Yeah. No, nothing. Yeah, nothing. nothing. Like, he... I suppose like, the technology would be faster now. Like, they'd have a better system for it. I assume they would, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, they'd have something like it's. I, I think Especially now, like... I imagine now... They'll eventually have something... Where, like, your eyes can dart to the... Dart to the... Yeah. To the letters. It'll tell. It'll tell that way. And it'll be able to re- react quicker. Like, you'll just be able to look at the ABCD whatever. And just do it that way. I yeah. imagine that's eventually going to be a thing
0: yeah 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 that, that'd that be pretty handy Then you wouldn't be that th- bad
1: isn't the thing that like the, that Elon's like the Neuralink thing though like what is it like deaf people will be able to hear but like one of the main things is like people that that can't talk whatever will have like a voice because they'll be the, like think their thoughts and a robot or whatever will fucking speak it for them will say it yeah
0: yeah I don't, is that is that real though i
1: have no idea i doubt it i'd <laughs>
0: say something like half the things that he say i don't fucking believe man yeah yeah but like i'd say something like it is, is correct like you know the way they had those hands that were like that are connected to the brain yeah. that you can use with your, with your mm. thing like you'd have that like if you had locked in syndrome i'd be like maybe i wouldn't be like please kill me i'd be like get me yeah. like a mecha suit i want to be like a fucking iron man i want yeah something like that you know i want to be like do they Super base? Do something.
1: they base it off the? But the problem, no. But I think one of the problems is, but locked in or like his case of locked in was that it severed, um, the stroke was so bad that it severed, his like, in his neck or whatever. So the way that I imagine that that works is that it relies off like electricity or whatever from the brain. So maybe you're not able to do it that way if it's connected to the to the wires in your brain or whatever. Like, it needs to connect from the spine or something, maybe? I don't know. If yeah. that makes sense. Well, I just connect higher up in the spine. But that becomes more dangerous, I think. Does it? Well, that's no, it's it. Like fi- just, it's like a 50-50. It's, it's like, like, oh, well... Let's uh, go. I, I can either move my arm or I can die, and you know, then, you know... Yeah, yeah. I like those <laughs> odds. <laughs> I like those odds. Yeah. It's a
0: 50-50 chance. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> like,
1: that's... Gr- it's fucking grim, but, yeah, like... Yeah, it, yeah. If in lo- Especially because, like... Like, there's a bit as well where, like, his kids are with him. And he's just like, I, he's just talking about like, I can't even pa- scrub their heads. I can't do anything. Mm. His son is, like, rubbing the f- saliva off his chin and stuff like that. It's like, fucking hell. Fucked up. It's such a grim movie, but it also shows, you know, the human spirit. And, you know, what you can even achieve in even those awful circumstances where he was able to write a book about, like, his experience and mm. tell people about, like, his story and I haven't read it. I've never even heard of people re- talking about this book or anything. I've only heard of the film just because of its because of, of its core concept of being like first person of someone in in locked in. Mm. Um. Yeah, I've heard of the film before. It's good. It is really good. I think it won something. It's won a few awards. It might have won an Oscar. It definitely won. It won up. It won the Palm d'Or the year that it came out.
0: Ah. When did it <laughs> come out? Nineties.
1: No, I think two thousand six. Two thousand six. Yeah like new enough in them last 20 years anyway where's
0: it playing? movie it was on
1: movie it was actually it's movie. It it's leaving movie in the next like week i think
0: is it like irish movie uh ah. so. i see lolita's leaving movie
1: did you ever watch lolita
0: no um not the i haven't no i've never watched lolita i like, read lolita the, i read the book nabokov yeah he was a horny bastard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like lolita's like i i like
1: they're pretty sure like like jen's ears like discovered that lolita was a thing and they tried to cancel it. it it's like did they i remember seeing something about that like on twitter or whatever like that's just twitter talk i'm sure like a small subsect of someone once probably one one person tweeted that and people like there's a book about a pedophile that's fucked up
0: yeah man they tried to cancel him in the 50s you know yeah even back then they're like that's too far yeah that is (laughs) fun like when you read it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's horrific. Humbert, Humbert, you fucking dog.
1: But like the whole thing of the book, though, of, of like Lolita, is like he's. It's such a well-written book that you fall for Humber Humbert, even though he is a,
0: he's a pedo. Yeah, yeah. I've never watched the film though. The Jeremy Jeremy Irons one is on movie. Yeah, and it's leaving soon. It's Stanley Kubrick directed one though? Didn't he? He did. He did. Which I kind of want to see, but like I haven't heard a lot about it. Mm. You know, like everyone talks no, about. Or you always hear people talking about most of his other films. Uh, but you never hear much about Lolita. No. So maybe it's a miss. Yeah, maybe it is. You know, I don't think it's like why would you adapt that really?
1: Imagine they're trying to adapt that now, like.
0: Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you could. You just like, get Kevin Spacey in. One last ride, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, Harvey fucking Weinstein produced. Yeah, yeah, Uh Brian Singer directs it. He's the Pito, isn't he? Yeah, right. Or like Singer. did get fucking
0: um jeffrey Plansky. epstein <laughs> yeah roman polanski yeah, yeah. And, to be uh, fair that's
1: some fucking cast like that's a that's a great like, set. <laughs> if that's like if that's like back in like you know the 90s or whatever the polanski pretty sure wrote that girl like years and even before that but you know
0: you know like, Plansky, people still love them until very recently mm, well they still do today
1: people still like you know i like you know i don't you know i'm never gonna think that what polanski did was okay but I also do think that his family were died in the Holocaust, and his wife was <laughs> yeah. murdered by the Mansons. Like, I'm not surprised that dude is a little bit fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: in, like he had an insane life. Yeah, but yeah, he's also fucked up. But yeah, that's a, that's a that's a great little setup there. Mm. That movie, like in the '90s, that's what that's winning awards. Yeah, that's oh winning yeah, major awards. Yeah you know
1: and then we look back at it now and
0: we're like and we're like how do we not uh, see that <laughs> 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 yeah they're like man it was a different time you know <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of pedos making a movie yeah. about lolita <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> or like yeah large Trier shared rexit or something like that yeah god no don't let that man near that
0: story yeah he'd yeah he'd, he'd make it like hardcore yeah
1: yeah i know he would you ever hear the thing about him and bjork Bjork he abused the shit out of her on um, Dances in the Dark I think that film's called did he yeah he's a piece of shit I didn't know about that until recently could have helped. would have mentioned that during our Antichrist talk but yeah. I anyway
0: mean? oh well Sure look.
1: but she had a fucked up life as well that's someone and she's still a queen she's Bjork had, she had a large phone Trier, like, and she had a stalker who like we've talked about before so yeah he was mad he was crazy but he
0: kind of she had the last laugh there you know
1: I heard something that the, the her like house cleaner or something actually opened up the bomb and died.
0: <laughs> Did she? I heard that somewhere. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. But I couldn't find when we were looking at that story. I couldn't find that. I doubt that now. I think that was intercepted. Mm. That was, I, I'm i very clearly remember. Oh yeah, I remember reading, reading, reading that it was intercepted. Yeah, <clears> and that they're like, "Here, there's a bomb, and that don't yeah. open it." Or like it was something like he when he delivered it, like the mailman had just left mm. and it was like it wasn't going out, and they found him like before. It had even been, like, shipped to the yeah. next, uh, I don't know, I can't remember really well, but something like that. Yeah. But yeah, loads of, loads of weird people out there. A lot
1: of problematic men. That's yeah. The problem. men. men are the problem. Name one problematic woman. <laughs> you can't.
0: <laughs> you can't. Go on, do it. Do it. Think. There's probably one. Right now.
1: I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm just thinking, like, I don't know. Like,
0: yeah, Try right. Shitty politicians. Eva Braun.
1: Ah. <laughs> ah man, it's a
0: different time, you know. The,
1: you know the way at the start of this episode, she was in
0: abusive relationship.
1: You know at the start of this episode, <laughs> we were talking about like how if the you know the fascist uprising happens, we're fucked. I think after like that reaction, of, like Eva Braun. Ah, uh, I think when this communist rising comes up, we're
0: also fucked. <laughs> oh yeah, we're 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 covered from all bases mm-hmm. here, you know. We we just have to we're, re-
1: we're we're centrists, man. We're reliant on the
0: status quo. <laughs> Anything changes in this country, we're out of here, you know. Mm. We're fucked. I'm fleeing I'm getting out of here I'm going I'm going to America and I'm posting on Twitter about how people have to free my country you know (laughs) all (laughs) those Venezuelans (laughs) on (laughs) there
1: oh yeah you're going to Cuba yeah exactly Cuba seems right. Cuba seems fun fun enough hot water
0: going to North Korea
1: that's where you need to go bro that's
0: where you that place is actually class you know they're hiding it from us though they're hiding how good it is, yeah, because <laughs> they're like, "Oh, communism actually won, you know? It's actually great, Juche <laughs> or whatever it's called over there, Juche. <laughs> Juche, Yeah, that's their version, is it? I remember yeah. that. No, that's all. Uh, that was all made up.
1: Yeah, we don't. Uh we don't support... We don't you know. condone the North Korean regime. <laughs> just, just to put that out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, to, just in
1: case. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the South Koreans come after us. Yeah,
1: oh man. Parchan Wook, though. I love him. <laughs> Our whole episode last week. Do you see... Man, we, when I uploaded that um, Song Kang Ho uh, fan, fan club, club we got two views Im- like almost immediately on YouTube and we never get views on YouTube. That's the,
0: that's, that's the Song Ho fan yeah. club uh, fucking fandom out there, yeah. you know? They know what they're at. It's like there's one the Love de- Boys. Yeah, there's definitely a Tumblr hashtag out there, and just pictures of him and gifts of him. Oh
1: my god, one hundred percent. You know,
0: we should we should start Tumblr.
1: Oh yeah, man, that's how we get real. F- that's how we get fans. <laughs> so we boost <laughs> those numbers back up.
0: <laughs> We're just like cancelled into oblivion. You know, we have to go. Yeah, <laughs> going hiding. You know.
1: I'm pretty sure that if this podcast got in any way, like, any, like, form of, like, sort of traction, we're cans of the bits.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to embrace it, you know. It's too late now. I'm not going. We're 45 episodes (laughs) in. It's too late now. We can't go back editing things, editing all the bad parts out. There's, like, 100 hours of it there, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, all of our episodes are, like, two hours long. Yeah, yeah. Too fucking long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That one's this one, though. One hour, two, one,
1: ten. Ten minutes. We move on to our recommended film of the week. We'll
0: move on to our recommended film of the week, The Wall, directed by Alan Parker, based on The Wall by Pink Floyd, the band. Um, this is a film released in 1981 or 82, something like that. The Wall, the uh, the album is from 1979, but it's like a, it's a rock opera, which they were huge into back in the 70s. Mm. Back in the 70s, there was a lot of, um, a lot of cocaine, a lot of stimulants floating about. And all the people from the 60s that have survived the 60s got, like, way too up their own hole. And they decided <laughs> that, like, <laughs> they are like, oh, let's make, like, extremely long uh, albums that are, like, also stories and stuff. And some of them are good. Um, A lot of them are shit. Uh, most of them are really, really bad. Um oh, shit. And you have stuff like uh, The Who. had like, Tommy and Quadrophenia. Um, apparently, Quadrophenia is really good. Uh, but then you have Pink Floyd. I get into it. Loads of stuff like that and they have the wall which i think is the most famous example of a rock opera where
1: probably i mean off the top of my head i'm thinking like uh yeah no yeah because i was gonna say night at the opera but that's like that's not that at all the Mm. queen album yeah i think it is
0: yeah it's like where it has like a story and like everything runs into it it's almost it's like a a multimedia experience because the wall is like really famous now i suppose because Roger Waters still does all those tours. Mm-hmm. He still does the wall. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it twice. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's pretty yeah.
1: cool. It was, my dad brought it. My dad was mad at the Pink Floyd. Um, my dad was. I watched this with my dad last night, and he's saying like, when because like, <laughs> when you went to go see it in the cinema when it first came out, like people were just smoking joints in the cinema yeah. and watching it and stuff like that. Because like, yeah, I mean that's what that's what I feel like that's the way they're meant to watch or experience that film.
0: Yeah, that's what they wanted, you know.
1: But um, yeah, because I I never knew, like about Pink floyd when i was like man i have no idea when it came out i feel like i was like 11 10 9 i was around that age with the, with the first time i saw it it was in the it was in the point it was still the the o2
0: yeah the o2 is yeah. that what it was called before yeah. it? it was
1: still called that so that's a while ago and then i saw it in the aviva um when i came back another time but like yeah, it was uh, it was way better in the O2 cuz it was an indoor concert, but just the spectacle of it was amazing. Mm. Amazing. And they use, you know, the anima- the animation that's in the film on like projected onto th- the wall and they use like puppetry and stuff like that. It's really fucking cool. Really really cool.
0: Yeah, I think it was like the mo- the uh the best selling tour like multiple times over cuz he did it a lot. Yeah. Cuz he left Pink Floyd in I think the mid 80s like he, he left them and then he went to they had the whole thing where like the band falls out mm. and he brought them to court and his reason for like he was like the band has to stop using the name Pink Floyd mm. and the judge was like why? And he was like because Pink Floyd is like played it out it's like it's not cool anymore yeah. and the judge is like that doesn't make any legal sense <laughs> <laughs> and so it's they like, I feel <laughs> you bro <laughs> I feel you but that doesn't hold up in the court of law and so he basically like they, they I think David Gilmour still used it for quite a while afterwards but like um uh, Roger Waters was touring with with the, the Wall for like a, like decades, I think, and uh, I I I just remember seeing the ads on TV. They're mm-hmm. always on TV advertising it, and I think they're like the best selling tours uh, for like a solo artist, like multiple times over.
1: Yeah, because that was the thing. Because I always the I always remember there being a weird thing about like seeing the Wall, but not knowing, not understanding what it was, and it's because. It was Roger Waters The Wall and not Pink Floyd's The Wall. Yeah, yeah. And that was the big thing about it because it was Roger Waters performing The Wall. It wasn't Pink Floyd.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, Pink Floyd had like dissipated and they mm. reunited briefly and then they di- then they disappeared again. I think I think only two of them are left, two or three of them now, but um that, that that's the thing from um the the whole the whole plot I suppose of The Wall. It's based on um or it's written by Roger Waters. Uh, both the album and the film the film is like like the screenplay is by roger waters he, he wrote like a or he he read a few screenplay screenwriting books and like decided, oh, i'll have a go mm. at, the, at the script and your man alan parker who did a uh, commitments and uh, mississippi burning and uh, a few other musicals as well um he's he really got around he's a yeah, pretty, he I- re- pretty iconic director yeah but he was like he, he was a director for this and there's loads of animation sequences and stuff but um the story itself follows a uh, pink Mm. A character called Pink who's based on Roger Waters and another guy who used to be in Pink Floyd called Sid Barrett. Uh, Sid Barrett was one of the original members of uh, Pink Floyd, but he was only around for the first album, I think a little bit for the second one uh, from about I think it was 66 to 68 um, he had the biggest influence on I think the the, f- the first one, Piper the Gates of Dawn and he was like he was like the main guy on the front cover mm. and he was like this like songwriting genius. Uh, in the late 60s. Uh, Pink Floyd is huge in like the psychedelic rock kind mm, of the, the, yeah. the beginnings of all that stuff. And uh, they have these, these massive, like Piper the Gates of Dawn has like uh, the song Astronomy Domine, which just goes on for ages. And it's like really like, you know, really guitar driven. Mm. And it's like about space. And it's like, it was something that really, people really drew on. And uh, the whole space rock kind of thing was a, a vibe that Pink Floyd really like put its mark yeah. down on it, but it had like a massive influence on everything around it but sid barrett was the guy who kind of uh started that and he was like their, their main songwriter their main kind of creative force uh for f- the first few years but then he went insane <laughs> as <laughs> as a lot of people tended to do in the late 60s um, it's an acid bro <laughs> that's literally what it was he's one of the most famous acid casualties of the late 60s he got too into the old the old acid the old magic dragon and uh, he was only 21 at the time younger than us yeah and he That's was weird. like, he was like hugely famous. And he was like at the top of his game, like writing songs. Like it was no one's business. He just started taking way too, way too much acid. Uh, Roger Waters and like David Gilmore, they have like different recollections of, uh, like some say it was like one weekend. He just, he came back from like a binge and he was just completely different. And there's a story of him. Uh, one of the band members calling to his gaff and uh, they, 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 did, they couldn't find him. And they went upstairs and his housemates were all laughing. And he was like, oh, what are you laughing at? And they all just like looked at the corner and they pointed at this closet and uh, inside the closet was like Sid Barrett like in the fetal position just like tripping out, having a really bad time. But he kept doing that and like he slowly <laughs> lost his mind. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, to a point that like he had to be kicked out of the band. Uh, like one day they just, they're going to a, like a, a gig and they mm-hmm. just decided let's not bother picking him up. Yeah. Because he, he, he'd been getting like really erratic and stuff. There's clips of, on YouTube of um of him like just not playing the guitar uh, in the middle of sets, or like not saying the words, or being really rude to interviewers in America, which is like a huge deal yeah. for a, a small band at the time. But uh, yeah, the character Pink is based on that, um, and then partly on Roger Waters' life, mm. like his early life. Would you see in the, the start of the film because all yeah. things about he's like a kind of like this war orphan, which Rod- Roger Waters wa- was. Like, they all came Roger up. Water wa- Roger Waters was. Rogers. <laughs> Roger Waters was. Roger um, Waters was. Because they all grew up or were born in the 40s. So, they have this memory of the war, but they're not veterans, they, yeah, they weren't.
1: Yeah, because I think he was born in 1945. I think he was actually born in 1944, 1945, maybe 46. So, he was literally born, like, just as the war was ending.
0: Yeah, so they, they didn't know anything about it. But they knew they are in, like, a whole different world now. Yeah, so especially, they could reinvent things.
1: especially with like the the Battle of Britain and stuff like that. Yeah, it
0: plays, a, yeah. plays
1: a key role in the film.
0: Yeah, cuz Roger Waters' dad was a a big um big union man, a Communist Party member. Um he was a pacifist as well. Um and originally he was against the war, but he decided he changed his mind at some point And uh, decided these
1: Nazis are pretty bad, bro. Yeah, he was like
0: <laughs> saw the camps, he was like, I don't know about this, you know. He went off the Europe basically. And he got fucked up. He died. He died in um, the Battle of Anzio in Italy, which is also mentioned in the film. So it's like a very direct kind of like callback to Waters himself. And like there's different sequences that relate to different members of the band. Mm. But yeah, like it's all very biographical in that sense. You know.
1: What did you think about the wall?
0: The wall itself.
1: Yeah, the film or the album, both. I guess in this film, honestly, in this honestly,
0: I don't like the wall. I don't. I just don't get it. Like, I like I like the main ones you know like comfortably numb mm. run like hell um
1: education that one yeah that's, that's, that's a, just catchy like man that's a tune but, like that's a
0: banger that is like, it's just like it's just like the little uh, children's choir it's yeah like,
1: pff, we but, don't need no
0: mm, that's that's the vibe but I, I still associate it with like fucking traffic crossing man, like, just, ads and stuff I
1: just realized now that we're just going to get fucking hit with a copyright claim cuz I'm going to use Pink Floyd music for their transition. Forgetting to do it for the past couple of weeks because we keep getting copyright claims.
0: But We'll be alright. Here man, we'll just DM Roger Waters. He's like, he's like, you'd know his dad was a fucking, you know, a comic. Like, yeah. Like-, like he's, he's like Bob Geldof if Bob Geldof had a brain and wasn't the complete wanker, you know. <laughs> yeah. Bob Geldof is also in this film. He is pink. He's the main character, pink. Um, it's good, isn't it? He's plays good. A, he's plays a very sad man very well. Yeah, he plays a really fucked up guy. He's not really like. He's not the main character in this, in the the way you'd see in like a conventional film. No, 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 no. It like just kind of follows him around. He doesn't really say that much. I think he sings I, some parts.
1: I don't think he has any dialogue.
0: Yeah. I don't think he does have any dialogue. Or he, just, he just kind of mopes around. I think stuff. his
1: one bit of dialogue is just screaming "no" at one stage, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's or breaking everything.
0: Yeah, stop. But yeah, there's like this cool story of like a. Uh, of when they're trying to get him on board because originally he was going to star Roger Waters mm. obviously Roger Waters is completely up his own hall you know very like uh, writing a <laughs> song about or writing a, an album for his about himself then a movie and then trying to star in that movie Yeah. but it, it got to an extent that like they're like uh, or no he, he was attached as the lead and they're like this isn't working Roger we need someone else and says, so like that, what the fuck do you mean it's not working <laughs> yeah it's all over here I'm taking you to court you know but uh, so they tried to get Bob Geldof and Bob Geldof's manager tried to pitch it to him uh, as they're coming back from an airport. And they're in, in a taxi. And Bob Geldof is just like, this is, f- this is a fucking joke. Are you for real? This is, this is, this is not going to work at all. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> and then uh, the taxi driver turns around. He's like,
1: this is something really funny. About like, this is a fucking joke. Are you for real? <laughs> Are
0: you for fucking real? The wall the movie. Are you having a laugh? I'm in the Boontown Rats. Why would I be in this? Yeah. <laughs> but then the taxi driver turns around. He's like, I'm uh, Roger Waters' brother. And just like, whoops. <laughs> then he signed on. <laughs> out of embarrassment, I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> <Shit>. But... <laughs> it's like, sorry about that, bro. <laughs> but, um... No, he's good in this. He's really good. Yeah, he is really good. To be fair,
1: everyone is pretty good in it. Yeah, yeah. Particularly
0: the animation.
1: The animation is the star in this
0: thing. The animation is class. The
1: animation is so fucking good.
0: Surreal. Trippy oh, so good.
1: Especially the f- like the war imagery in particular is my favourite bit it. the... Like, the, um, I can't even, it's so hard to describe what it is, but the the big thing that then turns into another another thing and all the planes come out of it and you have these weird, like, creatures that are, like, scurrying away from the bombs and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the massive asshole at the end that, like, yeah. threatens to take a shot on Bob Geldof. <laughs> and he's yeah. <laughs> strapped uh, in the wall <laughs> and then you just had
1: the fucking the uh the plants that are just a vagina and a dick just
0: duking it out yeah that was that was really weird I yeah. was like cause it's like it's like weaving in and out you're like that's and they are like, no, it's not. And then like, oh, that it is. He's like, know. is that a vagina? Oh, it is.
1: Yeah. Wait, no, no. Oh, no, it is. It is a vagina. <laughs> and you're just like, is the, is that a dick? And, like, it becomes really big. And you're like, oh, that's a dick. And then it goes shrink down. was like, wait, no, it's not. A, oh, no, that's a oh, dick. It's a rose. <laughs> oh, no, it's a dick. It's a dick. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a dick. And then they turn into snakes biting each other and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it's really cool.
1: Who Right, so whose, like, wife cheated on them? Was that a natural thing or
0: did they just make that up? I'm sure a lot of them did because I think that part of the the story is based on Roger Waters' personal life. He he's like divorced like four or five times.
1: That part was fucking
0: boring. Yeah, yeah. big
1: part. Like I really j- I like this because I like the wall. I do like the wall. I like most of the, most of the music in it. I think the middle portion of it is fucking slow and boring, but I do like the wall. Um, particularly I like the I like the two ends of it. Like the middle, I like the the start of it is slaps all the childhood stuff and that's all great and i think the end of it when you know when you when it's very obvious what the wall represents like isolation and whatever blocking yourself off that all becomes that's all very good and the fascism shit i thought that was just weird and cool um but jesus that middle portion where he's just kind of like losing it and it's just i don't know it's kind of repetitive or something and like the music is like kind of droney it's just uh you know it's yeah. kind of boring.
0: Where it's all like yeah the, even the music is repetitive. Yeah. But it's like it's like a fucking it's like it's like psychotic break or something. Yeah, because that, that is based on the Sid Barrett yeah. episode.
1: And it is like done on purpose for that reason. It doesn't detract from the fact that it's I found I found it to be boring.
0: Yeah. No, I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was cool, you know. Um I like the the fascist aspect cuz like the whole thing is pink is, like this depressed mm. rock star and he's like disillusioned with the the industry. And uh he decides to build up this wall around him metaphorically and then like later mm. uh, physically and like metaphysically, I suppose, and stuff, but like uh he has these dreams where he's a fascist leader, which I think was something that Roger Waters came up with in terms of um how he sort of perceived um like fame at the time, yeah, I think even even then you had that that phase where David Bowie was like a fascist and stuff, yeah. uh, and he' was like, "Oh, Hitler did nothing wrong and stuff, like people were just going crazy with these like weird conceptions of um uh, or just playing with the idea of fame I suppose. Mm. Uh, and Roger Waters had this idea that um that Pink Floyd had been like sort of commodified in a way that they're just kind of like these artifacts. Just something that's just sort of, kind of like of icons. Yeah, just kind of yeah, like an aesthetic icon that didn't it didn't really matter what the songs were about or really the music itself. It was just the fact that they were famous and that everyone knew who they were mm. and their name. Um and I think that's what that draws on, like the the fascist aspect of it. Like it's all just like it's it's pink up on stage as kind of like a degenerated Sid Barrett character. Yeah, hairless, you know, fucked up, uh, and he's going after all like the uh, minorities. Yeah, all the lesser's in the crowd, because he has the power. Because everyone knows who he is, but it doesn't <laughs> matter what he says or who, he, or like what he does. Really, it's just like you're just like oh yeah, you're pink Floyd. You're, you're pink. You're pink Floyd. You're like you're the man, and. Uh, there's nothing else to it, you know. Mm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah,
1: I think yeah, I did like that bit. I actually didn't under because like it's a very symbolic film, and like for the most part, it's very obvious what what it symbolizes. Like even <laughs> his wife is cheating on him, yeah, and then yeah. there's two flowers. One of them turns into a vagina and it consumes the other one. Yeah, yeah It's yeah, like yeah. oh, I wonder what that's about. <laughs> uh, or like even like the the school teacher shit. It's all very literal.
0: It's so on the nose, yeah. But the fascist
1: thing, I was like, I am not 100% certain what that is talking about. Yeah. Uh, but that makes sense. That it's just like, you can say whatever you
0: want when you're famous and people will follow you. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole, you know, personality like the, cults. Mm, you
1: parasocial know. relationships.
0: Yeah, stuff like that, yeah. And the whole, you know, Britain at the time, crazy place. You have Thatcher, Thatcher, right, Britain. Yeah, Jesus. Roger Waters hated Thatcher, really hated her. And, uh, the society that, uh, you know that britain was becoming Mm. all that kind of stuff
1: i've heard this film like being described on like letterboxes like um we live in a society the film it is yeah and it is that but i also think it's like it's also like a very personal film that kind of removes that like "Oh, we live in a society because like it doesn't really say that much about like society really i feel like it's way more about like you know roger waters his life or whatever yeah. and especially like you can say like oh we live in a society but like it's you know it's n- it's it's 1950s britain which was a shit fucking time and it's also about 1970s britain which is also a fucking shit time and 1980s like that's right britain which is also a fucking shit time like that was a society <laughs> that that was that was a society, <laughs> that was a society. Yeah. like that was that, that's what we the, 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 if joker it's like that type of shit yeah like, joker's like I can man. I still think about the fact that Joker literally have, like, has, uh,
0: basically we live in a society line. I still think about that. That's what it's based on. Yeah, that's the thing. But it's based it, on the wall. <laughs> but the, the wall, see, the wall, the wall gets away with it because the context. You know, mm. like this is. Yeah, it, this
1: has the context to make those critiques. Yeah,
0: this film is cringeworthy. Like it's on the nose on, for me, anyway. Like it's so on the nose. It's like cringeworthy at times. And mm. it's like, ah, oh, like you didn't have to like like spell it out. Like some of the lyrics are just so they just say what they mean, you know, mm. which is good in a way. Um, you know, he's not like dancing around the points or trying to be like, you know, all highfalutin and stuff. But um, yeah,
1: would you say this is like I was thinking about this before, or especially with the wall, because like, you ever hear the nostalgia critic? You know him? He's like mm. a YouTube, yeah. You know him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he did um, I think last year, the year before, he did like a a, a review, a review quotation marks of that of the wall where he basically like recreated the wall and like it was his him singing over it was his critique. But like the problem was is that like he fundamentally misunderstands the wall. Like he was like the whole like school teacher shit he was saying like oh I had like I-, I can't remember I haven't watched the fucking fifty minute long video. I'm not fucking watching this bullshit fucking fake album that he made. Well not even fake album. He started selling it. Guess it's the real album. Shit album. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But like he sums it up as like when they're talking about the school as like, oh I had a bad teacher once. All teachers are bad. We live in a society it's basically what he, he sums it up to <laughs> but like made comparisons to like modern American education system as like Firstly, he's not talking about America. Secondly, he's talking about 1950s. Like, you can't Mm. make that comparison. And I think that, like, it is very literal, but it also adds to, like, how oppressive that society was and how oppressive the education system was. It's also extremely literal of, like, kids on a conveyor belt being, like, grinded into meat. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's, like, the kids fall down a chute and then are ground into sausage meat. It's like... That's, like, I, I found that really just, like, cheesy stuff. But, I found it cheesy as well. But that's, like, you know, you, you sort of look past that. Because there is, you know, it's be- not it's not about American, oh, I hate school, you know. Mm. It's about the class system in Britain in the yeah. 50s. Which, re- like, Roger Waters is, like, you know, working class guy. His father worked in the fucking steel mill or something. Uh, he was going to be an electrical engineer yeah. before he became a, a fucking singer or a bassist, you know, like, he he, kn- he knew what it was like back then. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was very, very different to ha- how it is now. And even this album was released in 82. Uh, or no, the album was released in 79. This film was released in 82. Started Thatcher. Very, very different to now. But yeah. also very, very different to the 50s. Yeah. And even, like, you know, this is a society. Like That's the famous quote by Margaret Thatcher. There is no such thing as society. Yeah. You know, there's a lot. There's context there. There's something to, like, latch onto. Like, it's not just, like, a shallow kind of thing where it's, like, Oh, I hate school, oh, man. Oh, school's a lot of bollocks. School's a lot of shite, man. They honest. don't teach you nothing in school. Yeah, yeah. It, there's, there's other stuff there, you know. Like, it. I think it is a bit, like, dumb in a way. But it's dumb in a way that, like, is, like, accessible. And it's, like, something you can, like, talk about. Yeah. Uh, that's why, uh, like, because you know?
1: like one of the things that like the nostalgia critic said was like, "Oh, it's really pretentious." But I don't think it's pretentious at all because it's the it's, exact opposite. I it's think. so accessible. It's so literal. It's almost too literal in some sense. But like, I won't even. That's not even a drag against it because it's still like, I don't know. There's still something power. There's something. There's still something creepy about the image of like kids on a conveyor belt being turned into meat. Mm. And that's still a
0: uh, very literal. Very. Overused image, but it still works in the film. I don't know. Absolutely, yeah. If if someone made this film in like the Soviet, if the Soviet version of Pink Floyd made this film, people were like, oh, this says everything about like this is like a fucking. This is a critique
1: on capitalism, bro.
0: This is This is critiquing a critique in, uh, you know communism or mm. whatever. You know, this is like wow. This is this shows how oppressive that society was. Oh this, yeah, yeah, This is this is a masterpiece because mm-hmm. like formally it is really well done. Like it's well acted. It's well shot. The animation's really good. The animation's the best part. Yeah, the, the animation emo. the ima- animation is incredible. Like I am not a big fan of the album or like the music, so that would be but that, that's that's like I think that's like an aside from the film really. And the film I think does does what it wants to do and it does mm. it well in my I, opinion.
1: Uh, I think it, yeah, I I like the, the wall, but I also think like I think with music in particular, music is such a personal thing that like, you know, I'm not going to argue with someone about what are they like? What music they like, or like argue? Unless we're talking about like, if we're talking about, like, I don't know, an album, like uh, an artist that we both like, like if we were both talking about the Beach Boys or something like that. Yeah. Like I could have like we could argue about that, or whatever. But I'm not gonna tell you that you're wrong for your <laughs> your taste in music or whatever. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. yeah
1: But like I, that's and that's the thing. Like whatever with the music, it, like the music is kind of the main focus. But like, if you don't like the music, it's not it's not that big of a a, a detractor, I think, because there's so much more going on in the in the film.
0: Yeah, hence why they made a film. You know? Yeah, hence yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You didn't like
1: the album? Well, here's a fucking film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently people were, like mystified at this, like mystified. They didn't know what, like, it. Did you read that? Like, like, what
1: the fuck does this mean? Man,
0: <laughs> nah, what was he trying to say? <laughs> 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 that was a. It was like some anecdote, like at the premiere. It was like fucking Scorsese or something sitting next to Spielberg, and uh, I think it was Alan Parker. Like overheard Spielberg just turn to him and go, "Like, what the fuck was that about?" (laughs) (laughs) At the end of it, (laughs) because it is kind of confusing, you know. (laughs) Because it's going in all directions, you know.
1: Well, yeah, because the film, like,
0: because it's more, it is film
1: kind of falls apart at the end with like just like its imagery and stuff like that. Like at the end, it is more of a biopic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's way like if you didn't know who uh, who Pink Floyd or like not even yeah, Pink Floyd, who, yeah. you didn't know who Roger Waters was. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, because uh, yeah, no, I, I <laughs> it's so funny Spielberg's <laughs> like, what the fuck is this about? is <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> um, but like. I do think that uh, towards the end of the film, like the imagery just goes fucking insane with the wall like collapsing in on him and the fucking asshole, but they're like taking shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's like threatening, "I'm gonna take a shot on you." He's just like he's like trapped in like a circular wall. It's just Bob Geldof in the fetal position. It's like so, uh, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Mm. I was like, "Is he a gigantic ass?" (laughs) He literally is, and he has an asshole. He has balls on his chin and all. Again, it's
1: all very literal. Yeah. <laughs> it's so literal. But it's like society's a- taking a shit <laughs> on a bro. We
0: really uh, do be living in a society. Yeah. He's just he's just yeah, he's just down to society in the credits. <laughs> giant asshole. <laughs> society. So yeah. he's fucking are they just like <laughs> giant asshole just Margaret Thatcher.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I was so like funny. I
0: was like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I mean, it's so literal but at the same time. It's so like surreal. It's you know, it is it's like a surrealist painting. Mm. Cuz you're like that's what it means, but everything's like messed around and stuff. It's a
1: surrealist asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: you don't know what like, it's all back to front now. Yeah. <laughs> taking a shot on Bob Geldof, you know. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well yeah. No, <laughs> there's there's an ass, there's a yeah. there's a surrealist asshole. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um I like the start of the <laughs> There's a surrealist asshole.
0: <laughs> he's not surreal, he's just pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but, like, even the start of the film, like, where, the where like, little Roger Waters is, like, in the in the fucking park. And there's some random man, like, throws him onto some fucking merry-go-round thing or whatever. And then the little Roger Waters, like, holds his hand. And he's like, get the fuck away from <laughs> <you." laughs> me. Um, and he's just like, oh, little Roger Waters, he just wants his dad. Um, Yeah, because, again, the whole thing does deal with, like, you know, fascism. And, like, we've talked about this so much, but, like... British nationalism and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, the British nation. What does it mean? Mm. You know? I don't know, because there's a lot about the war. (laughs) It just
1: means you're a giant asshole. (laughs) Yeah, basically. I think that's the message of the film,
0: you know? I think Bob Geldof fell for, you know? Mm. He converted. He literally converted. Yeah. What a scumbag. But um, there's a lot about the war in this, you know? Yeah. Which is maybe, maybe like a psychoanalytic reading. It's like fascism versus... Liberal democracy, and then you have, like, this fucking war, and there's, like, a synthesis afterwards, and they're, like, like this, this uh, traumatized generation is just, like, carrying this this kind of legacy around with it, mm. you know, this kind of uh, obsession, like, this personality cult, and, like, maybe Pink Floyd is part of it or something like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know.
1: Some about British culture.
0: Yeah, a lot of rats. A lot of bollocks. Pretty
1: decent, though. Yeah, I,
0: I have to say, I enjoyed it. Mm. I enjoyed it. I'm glad they made it, you know? Yeah. Roger Waters, he's a king. He's, like, up 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 his hole. Yeah. But he is such a king. Yeah, a bit of a king. You know?
1: What do you think about, like, other
0: uh, Pink Floyd albums? Like,
1: I think the only other Pink Floyd album I've ever heard is, um, Dark Side of the Moon.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think I've ever listened to that thing in full, though. Yeah, that's the thing, because the songs are so long.
1: The songs are long, and it's, like, kind of... they're just something to have on the background rather than actually listen to. It. But mm. then people are like, "No, nah, man, you gotta listen to it."
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Them. I don't know. Like their deep cuts, and all. I like Piper at the Gates is on. I like that. Mm. Um, I wish you were here.
1: What's that? One of the two fellas shaking hands at the front of the cover.
0: I don't know because
1: I think they had a quadrilogy. Uh, yeah,
0: they did. Yeah,
1: because there's there's the wall, there's Dark Side of the Moon, and there's the one that I'm talking about, and there's also another one. I'm not sure. Is it I Wish You Were Here? Is that what you mentioned that one? Is that what it's Wish called? I Wish
0: You Were Here. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, the one and we're... One
1: Dude's on Fire or something? Yeah. Yes. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one as well. There's a fourth one. I'm pretty sure. Maybe it's a trilogy, but I'm pretty sure there's four. I can't remember what it's called, though. They're like all like post-rock, rock opera kind of shit. Yeah. Prog rock. Prog rock. That's the Prog word. Prog rock, yeah,
0: yeah and um, we don't know now uh, okay. they have a lot of albums oh my goma, i remember animals and stuff like that i oh, thought animals is funny
1: oh the division bell that's what i'm thinking of no that's not it the division bell that's not it at all that's just oh yeah maybe it is animals uh, yeah maybe animals. that's what i'm thinking of yeah i'm not gonna read this yeah no it is it's um animals because it's like the 1970s album because it starts off with dark side of the moon and then it's uh, "Wish You we Were Here," animals, and then it ends off with the wall. So it's like their their four biggest albums, and they're all from the seventies.
0: Yeah, what a what a what a trip, you know? Yeah, what a trip. Yeah, Pink Floyd. Fair play to them. A trip so big that they lost a member from having the trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they they all hate each other. You know, that's just I think most story. bands. So story of the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Poor old, old Sid Barrett.
1: Who is, so is, I so we're talking about like uh, acid casualties. Is Brian Wilson an as- an acid casualty?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Brian Wilson, Sid Barrett. Those are the two main ones, you mm-hmm. know, because they just went crazy. They're completely different people afterwards,
1: which is a shame. Who else is there though? Is there anyone
0: else? I don't know. There's definitely more. I just can't think of them.
1: Because like I would, because I would try to think of like, um, oh my. God, what the fuck is it? Jimi Hendrix, but he's not acid.
0: Yeah, that's heroin. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, they're the main ones. The others are just like loads of random people.
1: Yeah, they're the, the two main ones.
0: Yeah, because they're like, it's like directly linked to just doing way too much acid.
1: And also in two of the biggest bands as well of yeah. all time.
0: Yeah, and they're like the main creative force, you know. Yeah. Which is pretty insane.
1: Yeah, if you're like, creative, just don't do acid. That's, just, that's yeah, the moral of the yeah. story. <laughs> if you're in a band,
0: just don't do it.
1: Right, we go for uh, listener questions. Go for a
0: few listener questions. Let's see
1: what's up. If you want to ask us a question, give us feedback. Tell us that the fascist government eventually will have our heads on a silver platter. You can let us know at Twitter or on Instagram at paro underscore pod. Or you can send us an email, theparopod at gmail.com. Our first question is coming in from Neve. Jesus, Neve asking this question. And she's
0: asking us, who are our favorite actors? Favorite actors? I'd have to go with Paul Dano. Mm-hmm. You know, he's great in everything. We're
1: talking about Brian Millison
0: just there. Yeah, Love and Mercy. You're thinking There Will Be Blood. You're thinking Prisoners. Little Miss Sunshine. You're thinking Little Miss Sunshine. You're thinking Sopranos. Yeah, he's also great in Sopranos. You're thinking Sopranos.
1: I'm also thinking Steve Buscemi as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Steve Buscemi, James yeah. James Yeah, yeah. James Gandolfini, just yeah. a Sopranos actor. <laughs> yeah, <he's just> <laughs> All day long. Um,
1: oh, my God. Uh, Falco. Chris
0: Maltesanti. Falco, what Eddie F- Falco. Eddie Falco. Eddie
1: Falco. She's amazing, She's man. She's very, very good. She's so
0: good. Yeah, yeah. She's actually very, very good.
1: Like, any... Uh, like, you know, uh, at the end of season four, uh, herself and James Gandolfini like, have, a, have an argument... And it's probably the best acting I've ever seen in my life. Like, just some of the... That, like, exchange between the two of them. Chef Kiss. Amazing. So well done.
0: Yeah, I don't know how they did
1: it. Yeah, the two of them, just, like... There's not even, like... I wouldn't even say she goes... She's, like... Because, like... When we talk about Sopranos, a lot of the time, we do talk about how great James Gandolfini is in it. But Eddie Falco is, like, on par with him. She just, She just doesn't have as much screen time as James gunn but she's also, like, easily on par with him. Yeah, she holds her ground. In bits. fact, he's on par with her. Let's let's rearrange that sentence. Oh, shit. He's on par with her. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, he's
0: dead, so he gets another 10 points. Yeah, true.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah. she's amazing. She is. I remember her, my mom told me this thing where, like, um, there was a scene, I can't remember what scene it was, but they needed her to, like, walk away and just start crying, because it was kind of like a long take or whatever. And they were again, they were like, okay, we'll get ready to do this a couple of times. And she did it on the first take, perfectly on the first take. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how good she was. Or yeah. is. She's still, she's still around. She's <laughs> still gone. She's <laughs> Nurse
0: Jackie and all. Yeah. Don't know how the good that is now, but...
1: I don't know, though. I don't know how long Nurse Jackie was around for. I don't, think it was, I don't think it was that popular.
0: I just remember being on Sky One.
1: Yeah, same. I just remember seeing her, like, when I was watching Dexter. It was like, oh, mm. you like Dexter? You like... Uh, Nurse Jackie mm. What's it on Netflix God Dexter is shit <laughs>
0: Dexter You know who's great John Lithgow
1: I was about to say that John Lithgow John Litho's the best thing in Rise Dexter Rise of the Planet of the Apes mm.
0: You know He's in other stuff as well Andy Circus, man Andy Circus, Great 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 show um, a-
1: Adam, Sambo- uh, Adam Sandler I was going to say Andy Sandberg. Adam also- Sambo and and Adam sambo Andy <laughs> Samberg is good, but like Adam Sandler is better <laughs> yeah. when he wants to be. Like when he's doing like an actual like, you know acting performance, it's
0: great. Yeah, when he puts his mind to it, he knows. Punch Drunk Love. You know, um, yeah, Uncle gems That's what it.
1: Jim Carrey also good and stuff like that as well. Internal Sunshine,
0: yeah. Truman Show.
1: I think there's another one. I can't remember the other he's one. He's in
0: some detective one now. Is he? He was. He he's also in. um sonic the hedgehog
1: that's on the... Yeah, well, he's also in Sound of the Hedgehog, but he's in something before that, the... Oh, my God, he was in some show by being a puppeteer. Can't remember the name of it. Maybe it's called Happy. I could be wrong there. Oh, no. I can't remember the name of the show. He is great, though. He's great. He's a king. <laughs> he was. You know, he's kind of crazy. He's also, He's also a method actor that, like, abuses his method acting, so yeah
0: method actors man just stay away from them yeah just act just They're act already acting
1: Brando you know have to talk about
0: great actors Marlon uh,
1: even Marilyn Monroe she's great as well
0: yeah I, I've never seen her in a film
1: I've only ever seen her in Some Like a Hot and she's very good in that
0: mm, yeah yeah it's a classic isn't mm. it you know it's great Clive Owen Clive Owen underrated he understands the assignment yeah
1: he understands <laughs> the assignment
0: <laughs> you know Children of Men The International Born identity. Yeah, he's great. in Born identity. Matt Damon's pretty good as well. He is good. Uh, sometimes he's shy though. Yeah, sometimes he's shy. Sometimes he's just he's phoning it mm. in. You know, he's on the Nokia. He's just pure phoning it. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, Leonardo, Leo DiCaprio. He is good. I just uh,
1: list off like Leo, Walking uh, Phoenix, fucking Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, all the heads that people always say, yeah, they're all they're all great whatever <laughs> all the headings all the
0: headings yeah they're great whatever yeah jake gyllenhaal he is great mcconaughey you have to love it mm-hmm. you know you have to love his victory arc mud mud is like he plays himself in most yeah most films just kind of detracting from his uh his chops but he's still great in them you know yeah So that's all you want tom cruise is underrated tom cruise I'm gonna put that out there, as an actor, put that he out is. there. he's underrated he's as underrated he's a great actor he's versatile he does everything you know, he produces, he directs. He does his own stunts. does his own stunts. does what he wants. He's an actor, mm-hmm. you know. Pretty writes as well, makes up his own lines, you know. Crazy. <laughs> He's just completely insane. <laughs> you have to be crazy to have his workload, you know. To be that committed to yeah, it. Yeah,
1: to be Tom Cruise. What an insane level of fame.
0: You have to be insane, you know. It's like being locked in. Like, said, like one day you have a stroke and you wake up and you're Tom Cruise. And you're like, oh my god.
1: That's also what... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, you're like uh it's either either I give up now or like you know, I like just I just embrace it. Yeah. You know, which is what that guy did, I suppose. True. Um
1: uh also uh, we were talking about this like just before. With the Eyes White Shut, uh Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yeah. Also great. Naomi Watts.
0: Colin Farrell. Yeah, Naomi Watts. Naomi very, Watts, very, very good. Uh, king Kong. What a queen!
1: I fucking love what Naomi Watts. She's great in like David Lynch. Shit. And she's also great in uh, Funny Games. Oh, she's amazing. She is amazing. Colin Farrell, as you
0: just said. Colin Farrell's a king. You know, I I It's an t- Irish king. Colin
1: or not Colin Farrell?
0: Um, oh my God, the other Irish fella, fucking Daniel Day-Lewis, Liam Neeson.
1: Oh, Daniel Day-Lewis, yeah, he's great <laughs> as well. No, he's um, alright. Peaky Blinders, um, Killian Murphy. Killing Murphy's great. Yeah, yeah, he's I, good. I saw this TikTok though that was like talking about. Um, it was like the, some trend, I was like, "What's a, an actor that's like actually like a really nice person in real life, or whatever?" And this guy was like talking about, like, "Oh, this this guy I met him before, like in LA, and he's super super nice to me, just talking to me like a normal person." And he would also go into like some random Starbucks and leave like a twenty dollar tip every time that he was there. It's Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell is apparently Colin a real sound dude in real life,
0: Fair which I'd love to see. Yeah, one of the dubs. Yeah, one making the, it out. One of the boys. Made it, a big is out he from west.
1: Castle Knock or something? Where is he from?
0: I'm not sure where he's from.
1: I think he's from Castle Knock.
0: I saw him one day in the Phoenix Park. I was like, "How are you? All right. I love your work in um, phone booth.
1: Mm, he's great in phone booth. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Not great. working with a lot. Yeah, but excels in it. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. He's great in the lobster. Yeah, yeah. Very particular role. True
0: Detective, working with nothing. Working with absolutely nothing. Vince
1: Vaughn, as well, is a very good actor.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, from True Detective, yeah. yeah. What else is he in, though? Apparently, he's great in that film, Freaky. Freaky? He plays
1: a teenage girl amazingly.
0: Mm. Because
1: it's like a body swap thing, where he plays Uh, a serial killer, and then... They swap? swap, He swaps with a little girl, but it's Vince Vaughn playing... A sixteen-year-old girl in his body. Yeah, apparently yeah. he's amazing in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember he was good in Psycho, the remake of Psycho.
1: I think he's just genuinely a good actor. He's just kind of underrated, underutilized. Apparently he's great in their Brawl and Cell Block Ninety Nine, or whatever the what that film's called. Yeah. yeah. It's by the By the director of Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, yeah. He's good in that. Apparently, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell also very good. You know, you look at John <laughs> Carpenter films.
0: You look at everything. Look at the whole thing. You look at the whole shebang. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um Ah, oh, our fucking Steven Young, our king. Steven
0: Young. The guy from Walking Dead. The guy from Glenn. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's for a lot more now.
1: As but. as as of now, we need to st- we need to stop the Glenn from Walking Dead. He is that, that, now. That's go- that's been gone for a while. He's bringing it back. He's now the dude from <laughs> Sorry to Body. Whatever the fuck his name is, in the- Ben. I think his name was in there. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy from Sorry to Body. That guy from Minari. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. great. Keith
0: Stanfield. Yeah, Daniel Kalua, all the boys. Daniel Kalu, Daniel <laughs>
1: King mm. King What a guy Amazing actor Really amazing actor mm. Also another dude That seems really sound Yeah um, Anthony Hopkins Also An- a, man that, a man that robbed Chad Bozeman Of his Oscar ball Anthony Ant- Hopkins Anthony uh,
0: Hopkins Yeah You know He's, he's grand You know He does his job Yeah He does his thing He understands the assignment
1: Daniel Day-Lewis though yeah, we kind of touched on him I think Daniel lewis Is fantastic Joaquin Phoenix as well Oh yeah Philip Seymour Hoffman
0: yeah, Forget rest in peace. Rest in peace, RIP, King heat Ledger.
1: Heath Ledger, another king.
0: River Phoenix. River Phoenix, also <laughs> king. D- all dead.
1: All dead. A lot of lot of great dead actors. <laughs> 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 um, I need living ones. I'm trying to think of like I need living ones. <laughs> <different> <laughs> <laughs> um, Scarlett Johansson uh, she's great in things under the skin I think she's fantastic in that yeah yeah um, any of the Avengers heads no I'm trying to think Mark is uh, good Mark Ruffalo yeah he's good oh yeah he's
0: he can be good in stuff
1: oh uh, yeah Robert Downey Jr. as well and like uh, Zodiac
0: yeah yeah they're like playing it like they're just phoning it in most of the time yeah, but they're just in The Avengers, which isn't, you know, taxing for, you know, Yeah, 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 yeah. they're not method acting.
1: Although, having said that, fucking, um, Chris Hemsworth is great as Thor in Thor Ragnarok. I think he's really funny in that film. He plays a great comedic role in that. Um, yeah, what about comedy actors? Like, fucking, ah oh, those two fucking, uh, Nick Frost and Simon, Peg. Simon Pegg. Great comedic actors. Yeah, great, yeah. Great, great comedic yeah. actors. Uh-huh. You remember that's an airplane and a naked naked gun as well? Yeah,
0: Leslie Nielsen. He's great. He's class. very, very good. Rick. Very,
1: very good. Another dead one. (laughs) Another dead one. (laughs) (laughs) It's too many. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Ah, Jesus.
0: Um, Florence Pugh.
1: Florence Pugh. I love Florence Pugh and everything. Oh, my God. I've only seen her a few bits, but I've loved her and everything I've seen her in. She's very, very good. It's Great. great.
0: You should watch The Falling. I should watch The
1: Falling. It's good. Searsha Good. Ronan as well.
0: Another Irish. Yeah, I haven't seen her in anything since fucking Atonement or something. Or Grand Budapest. Yeah. I haven't watched any I've seen films.
1: her, that, and uh, Lady Bird.
0: Lovely Bones. Is that her? That's her, yeah. yeah well, she's a little, little little lass. Gary Oldman. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary Oldman. Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. All the apes ones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Woody Harrelson.
0: Woody Harrelson, yeah. But he just plays a crazy person. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like a deranged, murderous psychopath. Song mm. um, Kang Home. We talked about him last yeah,
0: week. Yeah, exactly. We named the last yeah. episode after him. Like, I think... That's a very rare honour. Yeah. Very rare honour.
1: He's the only actor we've ever named the fucking pa- PowerPod episode after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever like, Oscars... Forget that. Yeah. yeah. I have a <laughs> podcast by the PowerPod named after me. <laughs> <laughs> Stick that on the CV. Stick that... he can you get any role with
0: that. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely
1: like actors in like, you know, French. There's definitely French actors and stuff that like like that that you know that f- that one French dude, he's in Arab- we talked about him before. He's and in Air. Arab- Yes, Vincent Castile is great. Yeah, I think he's so. great. Yeah. But there's definitely, like... His head is so,
0: so weird. It's so distinct. Yeah. Distinct d- he's like head. an alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks
1: like someone that would kick the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't cross that. Country. No, no. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Actually, sorry, Tom Hardy as well. Tom Hardy's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, uh, I'm sure there's, like, actors in, like, fucking... and like, other j- Japanese cinema and, like, you know, fucking South Korean cinema and, you know, fucking... Wherever. Like, I'm sure there's great Bollywood actors. I that, said so that one Bollywood actor that died, like, last year or the year before. Mm. He's in, like, all the Bollywood films. I've seen him in something before, and I was like, yes, he is amazing. He just, he's great. Oh, I can't remember his name. Mm. But he's great. I'm sure there's actors in, like, there's definitely... Far-off places. Yeah. Far-off places that I haven't seen any of the cinema of. I mean, they're probably great, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, Michael Shannon
1: underrated off. as fuck.
0: Just came to my head.
1: Definitely. Michael Shannon's underrated. Um the kids, like kid actors, Sixth Sense. Like he was great in the
0: Yeah, for like one film.
1: Fuck me, what's his name?
0: Hellej Osmond.
1: He's great. He's great in AI as well.
0: Yeah, AI. Plays uh Android very well. Yeah. Plays a little robot boy. <laughs> Didn't blink. Didn't blink at ne- all. Never blinked. Do you know who's fucking
1: weird, Jude Law?
0: yeah who, I sound a bit weird.
1: Who are some actors that you like hate
0: that I hate?
1: Yeah is there any actors that you just don't like
0: Meryl Streep fair I don't like Meryl Streep. I don't think she's good she's a good actor
1: fair that, I, that is so fair
0: like that's like i uh, it's not that like like she's good now. it's like
1: low key blasphemy, but not really.
0: She's good. But, like, she's not, like, people... Wow, she's, like, a goddess, whatever. Sort of. She's, like, good. George she's Clooney as well. I'm so, no standouts. all right. <laughs> George Clooney... I, that's the thing. George Clooney doesn't really pretend to be, like, this amazing actor. Meryl Streep does.
1: Tom Hanks.
0: Tom Hanks. Yeah, another one. Another I, one. I don't like Tom Hanks. I don't... He's not that good. Yeah. He plays the same character in every film. Yeah. You know? He's good in Forrest Gump. It's like... it's And, like, Meryl Streep's great in Deer Hunter. But that's it. And they play the same character in every other film. Yeah. It's. Blasphemy, but it's true. It is kind of true. Look it up. It's just
1: like, whatever.
0: They're not good. They're just not good.
1: Even the even with the likes of like, um, God, who's like another really huge actor that like people are like, even like, like Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, yeah, he's good, but like, yeah. Is he? Is he that? Is he, is he amazing? That, is he that good? Is he as amazing as everyone says? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, there's only he can only be so good. I think. Like,
1: who's an actor that if they're in something you'll watch it?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: Paul Dano, I think for me is one of them.
0: Paul Dano, yeah, yeah, he, he wouldn't. Florence Pugh as well. Doesn't really miss. She doesn't yeah. miss. Yeah, I would have said, back in the day, I would have said like McConaughey or something, but he's had a few fucking... He's had a few duds. A few bunts yeah. recently, so. But, yeah, yeah, probably Dano. Paul, that's the thing. Go back to the original. Go back to the first, first one. Paul Dano, he just, Pretty much everything he's in mm-hmm. is solid, at least.
1: Yeah, it's decent, at least. Uh, I think Jake Gyllenhaal is also like that. Jake Gyllenhaal picks good movies. Or Rob it. Pattinson. Rob Pattinson, Willem Dafoe.
0: Yeah.
1: Or Pat, man. Even in, like, fucking, like, Twilight. The, ori- the
0: original hunk of this podcast. Yeah. The original focus. Yeah. This, was, ri- this, this was originally founded about... Twilight. About Twilight. Those are first This is Twilight. Yeah. New fans won't, won't know this, but... Uh, this, this used to be a twilight go podcast. back to the first like <laughs>
1: six episodes we just have a twilight <laughs> genuinely those is <laughs> the main focus of the podcast <laughs> every week we went through the entire series yeah, yeah. great films great fucking films yeah yeah <laughs> well you know well yeah even in those films though like he's still like he's aware of like you know kind of shitty there mm. but like Kristen Stewart in those films and, like have you heard that people say like Kristen Stewart like she really showed her acting skills
0: Man, she's not a good actress. She's not. She's not. <laughs> Even in the ones where she's supposed to be good, she plays. She she can't act. Yeah, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I feel maybe that's sacrilege in some spaces.
1: Fucking God, I can't fucking believe we forgot about Tony Collette.
0: Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she's. I love Tony Collette. She's very good. So much. She's crazy though. Yeah,
1: she's crazy. I f- fucking to, love her though yeah. she's
0: so good you'd be afraid of her at the parent teacher meeting or something you know oh god she'd be she, she, shit at she, if if you. she your teacher she'd be like you'd be like you know she'd have you on edge yeah you, 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 man you, you wouldn't come in without your
1: homework oh man she's an Irish teacher true and true yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> 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 even like fucking Steve Carell as well even when like he's another comedy actor that's funny or whatever but like when he wants to play a serious role he's very good mm. um Tony Collette who's the Francis McDormand as well yeah in her, Inner Bits yeah in, in, in Winchizu, a few bitings here and there. Pretty good nomad land, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Well we leave out that.
0: Yeah, what's your recommended film for next week?
1: My recommended film for episode forty seven will be based on my watching of Good Morning. We will be watching Tokyo Story by Ozu. I cannot remember his first name, like yeah, some fucking name. Whatever. Yokishiro. Yokishiro Ozu. Is that his
0: name? Um uh, I think it was something like that.
1: Close enough. Anyway, <laughs> we'll go for we'll go for uh Tokyo Story. No idea what this film is about. However, I've heard one of the greatest films of all time. Yasujiro. Yasujiro Ozu. What an amazing name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh it was on the top of some list one time of like films directed or films voted by directors like Scorsese, Tarantino, Nolan, or maybe not Nolan, but uh fucking <laughs> Fuck Nolan. uh David Lynch and stuff there's <laughs> yeah, a cool one. David Lynch um I was like what's the best film of all time and apparently that was that was number one so yeah we're gonna be watching that can't wait gonna be a buzz it's on movie so if you have movie switch over to like Italian or French movie and you can watch it there also probably on some sites but yeah
0: all right signing off see you everyone bye bye